Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This episode of an unexpected podcast is brought to you by Reese Fields. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez, and I'm Lane, and we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, in a little village called Amanda. This week, we are shutting our eyes and putting our hands in our pockets as we cover the Palantir as a part of our journey through Middle-earth. Yeah. Stay away, us. Don't let your... That that toque inside of you wake. That itch in the hands, right? Waking up. Yeah, boy. You know? Gandalf's got a cure for it. I don't know, man. Last time I had something like that, I was in Poison Ivy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was just in there. I what didn't... were you going after? A little wiffle ball or something? Man, we used to go golf ball hunting back in the day. Well, but back by the creek, the dry creek, you get a bunch of bunch of golf balls. Driving range over there. I never buy golf balls, so Man. yeah. I mean, we we get in there and it'd be you know poison ivy all over my hands. Four, just itching to touch that palantir. You know, <laughs> and uh, it's burned too. Oh goodness. Oh boy. Wow. Anyways, friends. Um, yeah. Here we go. I mean, I'm this excited. is what is what is this? This is the end of um, end of book three. Three. Yeah. We're on to book four. So we are, guys, let this blow your mind. Yeah. In terms of books, mm-hmm. you know, we all know that, you know, we know Fellowship, Two Towers. Right, 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 right. But Tolkien wrote it as six individual books that go together. We're halfway through. Yeah. Once we finish right now, we are halfway through our, this journey to Mount Doom and back again. That's crazy. It's kind of wild to think about. Yeah. We're getting kind of, you know, introspective. And we're, we're looking back and we're thinking about, you know, it's that time of year. We've said it last few episodes yeah, yeah. from Thanksgiving to, to New Year's. Right. You just reflect a lot. And we've been reflecting a lot on we have just our quest so far, our journey with you. And it's... We're coming up on some special time. Yes, we know? are. And it's been nothing but... Brought nothing but smiles to our faces. I know. Nothing but good times. We man. needed this. I mean, because it's yeah. actually been something, you know, you and I have talked about for a couple of weeks. Is like, we've really needed this, I don't know, this anniversary to get here. So yeah. it's coming up on us. Yeah. All right. A uh, little, little business first. Okay. All right. Um, guys, I don't, know, I don't know if you know this, but Christmas is right around the corner. And uh, <laughs> if, this is my favorite. If, if you're still Christmas shopping, 
uh, you're almost out of time. But if you want the best last minute gift idea you could possibly have, you may still have enough time to get a hold of Travis Sigler, our man, Santa man, and get a couple coasters crafted up. That's great. Okay. <laughs> in time for Santa to set his milk right on. You got to hurry though, man. You got to hurry. You got to hurry over to weirdleatherandmead.com. That's W-Y-R-D, leatherandmead.com. Use the promo code UPWEIRD, U-P-W-Y-R-D. And you get one of these babies for 10 bucks free shipping. All right? Make sure it doesn't get given away. Get one for yourself, too. That's right. Uh, some eggnog, a little Tolkien leather. Does it get any better than that? We don't think so. No. Is Gandalf a slim Santa? At least as a starry cousin, maybe. <laughs> Bunch of elves running around. Hey, maybe. I mean, you maybe. never know, guys. You never know. I mean, maybe that's what happened to one of the blue wizards. They became yeah. red and they went up north. How could you? Could you imagine? I can't. Well, wow. I could, but I shouldn't. Sure. Switching the yeah, I mean yeah, we got some feedback on that uh, on that poll this week. I liked the, that actually. I, I liked that. Too. We're gonna get to that later. Yeah, um, we've been getting a lot of mail, guys. It's it's uh, a really an awesome thing. We got a little uh, yeah, got a little package in the mail from Ben. Yep, Ben sent us a little letter. Came across a bunch of Saruman bookmarks, and uh, two for us to keep, and then I oh, mean like four or five to mm-hmm. use as giveaways. Yeah. They're in our books right now. Uh, he's been using them uh, for his entire read through in, in the two towers, and they're they're vintage, man. Are they from half price books? I think. Yeah, they're, these are really cool, though. I mean, these are actually like uh, it's just funny that the I think he said he got like a handful of these just handed to him, right, mm-hmm. or something, or like, uh, and and he was trying to time it up just right for um, you know yeah. like, voice, voice of Saruman, yeah, yeah, which is great. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, his, he's yeah. not done speaking. Unfortunately, we're going to recap it. So. You know, so yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so yeah, if you want to send anything our way, P.O. Box 96, Amanda, Ohio, 43102. Send it to the Shire, folks. Send it to the Shire, friends. That's about it for Table of Contents. Uh, like on Quick Council, my friend. Yeah. Quick Council. You know, my friend, <laughs> it's not going to be very quick today. What you got? That's all right. I like that. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. How are you? Ask me how my teeth are. <laughs> Seriously. Ask me about my teeth. Okay. Are they okay? <sighs> Guys, I don't know. This, I don't even believe this. Come, I, I've been waiting to hear. I actually am glad you didn't forget this because I was. You, you know. were here at the at, at me realizing I had this problem, right? Yeah. I bit into some pizza and new doggy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. Started kind of low, moderate pain. Right. Then it sort of built to this intolerable, like, crescendo of, of ouchiness. Yep. And uh, I don't, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I'd never had a cavity that felt this way. But I asked Sarah, I'm like, you think this is a cavity? Goldberry said, Lane, when she's quiet and I ask a question, I'm like, I'm doomed. Yeah, you're, yeah. It's mm-hmm. not the answer I want. She was like, there was a silence there. You talk about silence, the yeah. power of silence. It was there. She goes, might be a cavity, Lane. Yeah. I was like, dang it. Right. And it started on the top between uh, a couple of the back molars. Okay. Yeah. Week later. Felt it on the bottom in the same space. A couple days after that, felt it on top of my molar. I was like, this is weird. Wait, 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 wait. This wait. is weird. On the same tooth or up? You're talking about like the... Same side, top and bottom. That's I was like, is this up. like a, a regional cavity? Oh, that's What's bad. going on? So <laughs> A regional cavity. <laughs> make an appointment, go in. 
Uh, see, see my dentist. They are awesome there, by the way. Friendly yeah. Dental in Lancaster. It, it, this, it's, this is a pointless plug, but they're just really, really nice. They're yeah. really nice. Um, and they, they always know what they're talking about. So Mrs. McDavid is, is, uh, one of our dentists. Um, it's actually she and her husband and, um, she's looking at it. She's like, yeah, it looks, looks fine. Looks really good. Uh, you have a, you have a really, uh, beautiful set of teeth. I was like, mm-hmm. well, thank you. She says, I don't know um, really what's going on. It's not a cavity. I was like, oh boy. Wow. Seriously. Is that good or is that bad? And I had a pit feeling in my, or the feeling in the pit of my stomach. I'm like, that's not a good thing. Right. This should be a cavity. Yeah. She goes, so we're going to just kind of look around. You know, Long, long story short, I'm an aggressive brusher, guys. If you're out there and you're an aggressive brusher, raise your hand. I know there's some of you out there. You know, I always thought that uh, to brush better meant brushing harder. Nope. It's not true, guys. Um, and I've tried to stop. I've known for a year now that I need to brush a little lighter. And I thought I was. Wow. But I guess I'm not. So just eroding? What's going on? I just get in there and I just pound, man. Gee, man. Just pound those teeth. I want them clean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess kind of when I'm idling, when I'm brushing my teeth, you know how you get kind of idle. You stand yeah, yeah, there yeah, for yeah. a second. Yeah. I guess I'm on that side of my mouth. Okay. Scrubbing the outside and the inside of those molars. Wow. Worn my gums away, as worn my gums away. <sighs> so, essentially, what's happened is there's that. I've got the root that's kind of exposed on that side. Sorry, guys, if this is grossing you out, if you got a fear of teeth or something, should have warned you yeah, before. Sorry, apologies. Please forgive me. Just skip ahead. You're already vomiting, so it's okay. <laughs> it is kind of gross, but <laughs> but also I clench my teeth, right? Yeah, for good reasons and for for well for bad reasons and for good reasons. Yeah. Uh, I get really stressed out and I get angry, clench my teeth. I figure it's better than saying something I'm going to regret. Good reasons. I have cute, I, I suffer from extreme acute aggression, man. Yeah. Squeeze fits. You squeeze know what squeeze fits, fits are? Yep, Spontaneous cute aggression where something's so cute that you just have yep. a squeeze fit. Guess who does that to me every time? Winnie. Little Winnie. Yep. And I didn't realize until after it because I was holding her and she did something cute and I just had a little squeeze fit and I went, mm-hmm. So that's also why I'm clenching my that's teeth. Part of it, yeah. So what I've done from clenching my teeth, not only have I worn away my gums, yeah, gonna look like Grima out there, freaking just bare t- Gollum. I look like Gollum. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've also sprained my teeth, Ezra. What's that mean? I've I don't... sprained my teeth, where the tooth itself and the root comes together as a joint, and I've clenched so dang hard that I've sprained my teeth. So it's so like no, it's like it's like twisted or something. Just like, like you can do with your ankle, friend. Twist your, you it's just too much pressure and yeah. it's sore, I guess. Wow. So, so it, did you did you tell me all of this? So you ever seen LeBron James flop? Yeah. One of those times, it was a sprained tooth. God, yeah. I got I'm you. Just kidding. It wasn't. No, okay, that well, sounds cool. It sounds like what you need is. Uh, are you asking me for a, a gum transplant? I mean, is that would what that affect the way I talk? I don't know. Would what if you started to sound like me? Can you imagine? <laughs> <That'd be> hilarious. <laughs> like Lane has some of my gum in his. his <laughs> Yeah, you. I, was, I, I uh, support him. I gave him half my gums. That's hilarious. So I don't know. Yeah, you brought that up. I didn't know that's possible. They told me once my gums are gone, they're gone. Right. Yeah, so, I think you guys. Second is, opinion. Is, no, I think they're right. On. No, here's, here's I think my PSA. You transplant some of your gum down. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Grafted in. I don't want some dark red on top of pink. It's there's a shading element to that. No. Not that it matters. But here's a PSA, guys. Mm-hmm. Don't brush so hard. Yeah. You know, it's more important. Harder's not it's, better. It's more important to floss, my friend. I floss. That's where the cavities that. form, man. Well, I, I don't have any cavities. Yeah, I don't okay. have any gums either. 
You don't have any gums either. So good grief, man. So uh, anyway, yeah. How are you doing? Well, my teeth are not hurting. They're in good shape right okay. now. It's good. It's uh, good. Because I don't brush them at all. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just totally kidding. Totally kidding. Uh, Is that true? Uh, no, it's it. I brush every morning and every night. Okay. Oh, okay. Just lightly though. And okay. I, and I floss. But uh, no, I'm doing well. Um, getting ready for you know the holidays and all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. So um, I don't really know. Things have really kind of uh, thankfully slowed down a little bit for me, which is good. Your life is like getting caught up on some on some, you know, podcasting stuff, yeah. different things. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. Starting to get ahead a little bit. The keel has sort of evened, right? Yeah. You're like placid right now. I see it. Yeah, I see it all the time, man. Right. I just look at you and I'm like, man, dude, what's going on? Yeah, it's just a thin line of peacefulness. <laughs> it's great. It's good. It is a good thing. It's yeah. great. Yeah. So, um, but oh, anyways, you yeah, wanna, you want to yeah. go over our schedule? Yes, I do. Actually, um, so. End of the uh, December schedule here. So on, uh, let's see here. It's kind of well-timed. It is. With this little break. Because, you know, moving forward, we're actually moving back. We're going back in time here. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? From, uh, you know, from this chapter to the next, we're we're jumping back a bit. So. Yeah, exactly. So um, you guys will be listening to this. This episode will come out on the 16th. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then after that, the following week, um, we are uh, technically going to be off with the reread, but we will release a um, a special sort of best of the fellowship episode uh, that I have been working on here. And so now that I've said it, I kind of have, have to do to it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, which is which is great. So um, it'll force me to kind of finish. It's just so much. I, I sometimes like the clips are too well, long you, and I've got to shorten it. Well, you, you talked about but, like doing a part one and a part two. Or a yeah. book one and a book two. I might have to do that. I think that's smart. Just because there's there's so much. And we've got some good feedback on the group, you know. Yes. Had a really good conversation with our Discord folks and um, you know, our our, our patrons and uh, we're getting some feedback from them on on that on that episode. So I want it to be good. I want it to be kind of, you know, yeah. fun and, and lighthearted. So yeah. um, if we're gonna take that off, that'll just give me some time to edit and I'll uh, I'll try to get that up for you guys. Yep. And then we will be back on um, Sunday, let's see, uh, December thirtieth, uh, with the taming of Smeagol. Uh, so we'll do that. And then uh, Thursday, uh, January uh, 3rd, we have a special episode. A very special episode. My very friends. special episode. Yeah. So, And then we'll be back at it on uh, that. Well, you'll get kind of a bonus because you'll get that Thursday yeah. episode. And then the Sunday following will Turn be right uh, yeah, Passage of the, of the Marshes. We'll be right back into it. So Right. And then yeah. January, we'll just kind of continue uh, with the reread yeah. and, and go from there. So, yeah. yeah. It, and, and we got some more fun things coming up in January. A little. Yeah road trip and different things yeah. we've got planned so uh, down to Rohan. really excited we also have a lot of appendices stuff coming up over christmas yes. break uh more travel stuff. pod coming yeah we'll be back up and, and going so absolutely yeah. we'll yeah, record absolutely. with our patrons and what have you yeah. so um i just wanted to do a, a real quick shout out uh to some other podcasts that are actually run by some of our uppers mm-hmm. which is really cool so you know i think about the holidays uh you might have some downtime you might have some extra off time uh, you might also have some just empty slots in your podcast rotation. You know, I know we all have them. We all have podcast rotations. Yeah. We got our, you know, we, we our know top that five. Right. Got our top five we listen to. Um, but if you got an empty slot, maybe one's just not, not hitting it or they're on a hiatus or, you know, you need to slip an extra one in now and again. Uh, the, we've got you covered. We got a, a quick list real quick um, here for you. Uh, Sci-Fi Shenanigans podcast. Yeah. That is run by our buddy J.R. Hanley. Uh, you've probably seen him post stuff to the group uh and, and in the uh on facebook uh he's really really active he and it's his buddy guy. yeah he and his buddy chris do uh it's like a sci-fi show they they have on authors they talk about their own works uh, they actually interviewed us they did they yeah. did yeah 
Uh, it's secret lost footage. It'll never be found. We might get back on the there lost again. tales. The lost tales. <laughs> uh, but really, really entertaining. They're very energetic, exciting guys. Love listening to them. Um, go check that out, especially if you're into sci-fi stuff. They love. What do they call it? The trilogy, or or the uh-huh. trinity. The trinity. It's Star Wars, so, Star Trek, or Fly Firefly. Firefly. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I always want to say Flywheel. I don't know why. Yeah. Another one, uh, a podcast our good buddy Chase McKinney has started. It's called the Reframed Podcast. Um, you know Chase from uh, being in the group, and then also his yeah. uh, Drop and Eve's news segments that right. we've you know been able to uh, you know shoot out to him every once in a while, and we go down to the you know, checking in the land of Florida. You mm-hmm. know, yep. Um, yep. But uh, Reframed is really cool. It's uh, man, so he's he's into mental health, mm-hmm. and really what this is is he'll take a concept or an idea or a movie or a story or a video game, and he will. Just talk it out, man. He'll put his yeah. own spin on it. He'll make connections to his life. He'll make connections to um, shared experiences. Right. I was listening to it today, actually. Um, he was uh, talking about Home Alone. And and the way he is, I won't spoil anything, but the way he's able to draw stuff from like a movie as as just, oh, it's a holiday fun movie from Home Alone uh-huh. yeah. to deeper psychological levels. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's you got to cool. go yeah. check it out. Yeah. It's really, really good. Uh, another one is the Vegan Next Door podcast by Marissa. Um, if you're interested in becoming a vegan, mm-hmm. if you want to learn more about vegans, she also does really cool uh, PETA stuff and animal yeah, protections, yeah. which I'm, I love that. I'm all about that. Um, and remember, uh, Baron was a vegan for a while. Yeah. He would not eat the animals. They yeah. became his friends. So, right, right. Um, so check that out. That's really, really cool. She does a lot of activism stuff too, which is neat. So uh, go check go check that out. It's a really good listen. Um the Bindings and Bookmarks podcast. That's a cool name. Yeah. I like that. It's really good. Yeah. And this is James Aquilina. Uh, he, he's an upper. He does this with his buddy Jared. Uh, and they're working their way through Harry Potter right now. And they, it's the same kind of thing. It's like a book club. They're starting book clubs and they're going to go through different books. Um, I think maybe they're, they're doing Harry Potter now. They might have to jump to other genres, other books. But it's gotcha. really cool. Their friendship kind of shines through it. They've got good passion. Yeah, love love yeah. what they're doing. Really, really good. That's cool. Uh, another one is called Snacks Cast. This is a a newer one. It's uh, on SoundCloud right now, but it's uh, Sean Snacks Lindersmith, uh, and he does kind of like stories from around the rugby world. Um, okay, and I he actually had me on. Uh, this is last the one I was, week. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't sure what that was. Yeah, he had me on last week. And um, uh, it was really, really cool. He, you know, he interviews people from all over in different walks of life from rugby, and they just tell their stories. And it's cool. He's connecting these. Um, he's just an incredible guy. He was. I had a lot of fun talking to him and getting to know him. And yeah. I feel like I found another uh, friend for life. And then, of course, uh, we got to throw Rebel Watch in there, my friend. Well, yeah. I, was, I mean, that, that I, I thought was I was hoping you would uh, point out the the cast that you had done the other day with uh, with well, with is it called Snacks Cast. Snacks cast. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I honestly, I was like, what is that related? Yeah. I was like, is there food involved? Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Uh, it, that's fantastic. But yeah, so I was here watching you, um, you know, kind of record that and you're passionate about it. And it was a great, hopefully we can find that episode and you guys can listen to, to oh, Lane yeah. there. But then um, if you're interested in other fandoms, yeah, I've got a, a couple to choose from. But yeah. uh, Rebel, Rebel Watch, Watch is fired up right now, man. Ben, ben the Knee. Up. So, Ben the Knee, yeah, yeah as well. Yeah. So if you're interested in those, if you're that if you rotation. Can't get enough of Ezra's voice. 
Well, hey, and and here's the thing: we got some funny episodes there with Lane and and uh, on Rebel Watch, and we might we might we might have him back on <laughs> and, for a couple more. And Goldberry, yes, that's yes. from the trivia yeah. trials. His favorite character we we discussed in in detail. That's right, man. Yeah, we did, Jaja. Uh, and then it's also <laughs> it's birthday week for Winnie. So Winnie the Sioux, happy Gosh. birthday, baby! My little crotch fruit is turning one year old. That's so awesome. Pretty amazing. Uh, as old as this podcast, which is which is wild. We've mm-hmm. talked about that. You know, we'll, our book club will always be as old as she is. That's wild to think about. And also, the yeah. flannel wizard, guys. Yeah. December 22nd, this young man is turning 31. Yeah. A young, so make sure that you a young 31. embarrass him on 12-22. Send him cards. Put stuff on his Facebook page. Yeah. DM him inappropriate things yeah. on his Instagram. Wow. Uh, make him this feel good. This is going so, far. Happy birthday, brother. I love you, man. Hey. Thanks, I hope man. that your birthday, I won't be able to spend your birthday with you, but I hope that it's amazing. And, uh, you know, I, I like to think that every time we're together, we celebrate your birthday. Well, hey, man. You thanks, that's man. True? Yeah. No, but. Okay. 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 Wow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, then I you won't guys, try as hard. You guys always make me feel welcome and, and awesome here. So I appreciate it. And, and yeah, I love that Winnie and I have this, uh, you same know. Same week. Like that's the same cool. week. We share a week, you share know. Share week, man. And uh, she lit up as soon as you came in today. You were afraid uh, you were going to miss her tonight because it was, so was kind of later. Yeah. You had your holiday party. Right, right, right. And right. Uh, I mean, she just wanted to be all, all with you the she whole came time. right up. She's just walking right up. Walking and around. Like, that's what she does. She, she takes sturdy. your hand and walks with you now. Yeah. yeah. She was like, come with me. I'm going to take you in the <laughs> other room there. I was like. She's got grandma's voice now. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? Your daddy has been Using that voice a little too much, young lady. I mean, uh, oh, that's funny. So, wow, wow. Uh, just torturing your mama. Anyways, anything else, man? No, How was your holiday I, party today? Was it good? It was good. It was wild. Yeah, it was a little wild. Uh, we got a little Get carried some away. Bird dogging. We might have got a little bit of that in us. We had a couple of different drinks. It was fantastic. So oh, uh, I love the holidays. You know, just good time They're to awesome. kind of yeah, good in good spirits and stuff. So and we, we were thinking just the last thing here. It's like. I, there's a weird. I have this weird energy right now because yeah. I, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of even like we're not even. We just gave you the schedule and the special mm-hmm. episode that's coming up, and it's like it's going to be exciting. But it's like we're really close to recording that because of when the origins of this podcast sort of, you know, took place. We we tried to pinpoint. Remember the day? Yeah, we remember yeah, yeah. the day, but we don't remember what date it was on. We don't remember why we were together. I we bet- even we pulled. Uh, Goldberry over because we were talking about this in Discord. We yeah. we called her down. I was like, Sarah, come help us remember this mm-hmm, detail. Mm-hmm. She came down. She's like, I don't remember why we were together. Well, and we thought it was funny that like maybe you were just over for dinner because back then that's kind of what we would we, do. Yeah, right. There was right. no other plan. It was just, hey, come over for dinner. It's hard to fathom <laughs> that that would be the reason I was coming I know, over. Right? I was like, like, how weird was it when we were at Bobby's birthday party yeah, the other day? I was I like, we need to go record. No, oh no. It's Bobby. We're birthday. just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I saw as I, I, I freaked out. Uh, no, you, you know what we could do? And I just thought about this. I am one of those weird people. I save every single message. I never delete them. And you can actually go back Dude, really you would far have some over a year. major scrolling to do. Oh, I would have some major between you and I. I know. I know. But I think I could do it. And uh, my phone awesome. might shut down. But I yeah. might try to go back and try to find the exact date, my friend. So now that we're thinking about it. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So we could be our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh, all right i right. drop some memes yeah let's, let's do it we actually have some really cool uh some some really cool stuff to talk about um a couple of uh main points anyway so now it seems like pj might be involved in the show he's going back and forth he's waffling i don't really think it's as serious as some of these 
articles you've seen pop up mm-hmm. are are maybe trying to convey. I think again, it's trying to keep the show uh, talked about um, in oh, the yeah. news feed. It's also because he's uh, pushing a couple movies right now. They shall not grow old. His World War One documentary and um, uh, 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 Mortal Engines. So he's right. out doing all these 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 press tours and and premieres and stuff. And so they're naturally saying, "Hey, you're going to be involved in the show." You want to go back to Middle Earth. So um, there's an article in Winter is Coming, which is like actually a, it's a Game of Thrones fan-sided mm-hmm. yeah. uh, uh, website. So yeah. I just found it there. A um, uh, couple of main points I'll just go ahead and read. Jackson waffled back and forth on whether he was involved uh, at all in the show. His latest word on the subject came from an interview with French outlet Allociné. Uh, I'm not involved at all with the Lord of the Rings series, he said. I understand my name can be quoted, but nothing is happening with me on this project. Seems pretty clear, right? Or maybe not. Speaking mm. to Metro alongside longtime screenwriter, uh, screenwriting partner, Philippa Boyens, you know, she worked on Lord of the Rings. She and uh, her, his lifetime, par- his life partner, Fran Walsh, mm. they all wrote that together. Jackson sung a slightly different tune. I don't have thoughts on the Amazon series because I haven't seen anything. I think they're going to send us some scripts to see if we can help them along. I wish them all the best, and if we can help them, we certainly will try. It's a big task. So help them, help them along. Kind of ambiguous. I mean, like, would they send them the script and they'd go, oh, I like the direction you're going in, or, oh, Mm. hey, we can help build this stuff for you, or, oh, you could film this here. He's leaving it kind of open-ended. It almost sounds like an invitation, really, from Peter Jackson. Like, if you guys want to send it my way, because I'm the godfather. Can I tell you, though, Go ahead. Yes. I feel like the only thing that they would need from him, if you're going to seek out his guidance, is, mm-hmm. would be if you are looking at, um, like, I guess, the nature of one of his characters. Or if you look at, like, mm. the building or the build for the characters that he worked with. You know what I mean? I think that's, yeah, that's uh, a great so, point. So if the series is going to contain some of the characters that he worked sure. on developing and, and things on, on the film, then that would be, yeah, cool. We could, you know... If we want to make those look similar or mm-hmm. feel the same kind of or be, together. be connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they might be different actors and stuff, you know, what were some of those directions that you gave to, you know, these other actors? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that it would be, it, it, if, if they're going with a different time period and everything, and it's going to be all new characters and what have you, I don't know that they need him. Well, and it's interesting that you that you bring they that point up. They need Weta more than they need, yeah. You know. Especially because interesting what you bring it up. You're talking about the continuity and and them wanting it to the show to feel like it, they companion with the movies, yeah, right. Um, which is it's a, that's a good goal because that's what we know. We know Peter Jackson's films, which are masterpieces. Yeah, they are. Um, and uh, so for the visual element, you're right. They got to go with Weta. But I like what you're bringing up that I probably a lot of people haven't thought of. I didn't think of is in terms of uh, a direction, in terms of, you know, relating to actors, uh, maybe how you, I don't know, how you want the show to be paced, how you want it to look to even fit in that way too. Or at least have echoes of the movies in there. You know what I mean? Some sort of like homages that aren't, that aren't like insulting to our intelligence. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of fit. I don't know. That's hard to do because I think he tried to do that with The Hobbit. Yeah, and yeah. it didn't really work out right, exactly. so much. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think maybe I, I like the Hobbit for what it is. I think we all sure. do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but there are definitely things that I think overall were, we were kind of disappointed with that felt, it felt like it was trying to be too Lord of the Ringsy mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. um, it's a different story, but, um, yeah, so that's a great point. Well, I, and again, you might, they might want them to be completely separate. They and, might not want it to look the continuity to be as, and I'll, I'll tell you, you what, we, we put this up there, uh, an article that was kind of like this and, and a few of the comments, uh, from you guys were like, yeah, he's had his. Had his go. Let's give it to someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get some fresh perspective on it. And I, I agree with that too. Well, because because as we're doing this reread, you know, I look at some of the description for um, the Urukai and the orcs. Yeah, and things. yeah. It's not necessarily, you know, you could take it a lot of different ways. Yeah, you could. You know, and so if you wanted to kind of design a different type of orc or what have you, you could do it. Almost, they were almost like this. This read through, I was almost envisioning like hills have eyes. Uh-huh. Like uh, kind of yeah. like like mutant dude, like like you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I was actually I, don't know. I, don't I was know. actually at some points almost even picturing just like dark elves at some points Ooh, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. just like a d- darker I mean distorted wow. you know, elf. But anyways, I don't know. It just it really depends on, you know, if, how well they if they want to keep that continuity, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it comes down to what characters are they using if they're just looking at like scenery and shots or even like, you know, every time we look at Gandalf if he's going to be in it. You know, are we, how are we framing the shot where there's wow. certain things that they did um, with him oh, yeah. that you would want it to kind there of There are keep. visual themes that run through those yeah, movies that's what as I'm well saying. as mm-hmm, yeah. so anything else. Things that I don't always think about when I'm watching a movie, well, but like, I guess. The other thing that's going to get kind of awkward too is if they, if they want to keep that visual element the same, at some point, I'm guessing, they're going to have to film in New Zealand. That's in his backyard. Yeah. You, you know, you're going to be utilizing people that mm-hmm. are part of his production company yeah his, i would think unless you bring a production company to new network. zealand yeah so i don't know i'm almost think it would be interesting too if maybe he had some kind of producer role mm-hmm. where he originally intended that role in i'm oh, sorry wow said that backwards mm-hmm. that role was intended <laughs> he was that originally was, that was his role for the hobbit there we go right guillermo yeah. del toro was was you know slated to direct and he was just going to produce, and it was going to yeah. be more Guillermo's vision, right? So, kind of, and you know, we always forget this. Sort of, he inherited that and had to kind of put both together, and that may have also made it kind of weird for for PJ himself sure. with the yeah. Hobbits. But uh, anyway, you know, maybe give him a producer role. Maybe you know he could guest direct one episode. A lot of these TV shows, they're not the same well, director that's what every I was episode. Say is it's, it's a um, TV show, yeah. right? So, right, we're talking a different beast here, right? But, um, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, wow, those are good. I like those thoughts. That's yeah, good. I, I, that's probably the, talk about. That's probably one of the best conversations we've had about the TV yeah. series here in a while because yeah. we there's just not much, and um, right. we we've been kind of shying away from talking a lot about it until we get more information. Yep. We need and to talk so, to Payne so. and McKay. Let's see what they're writing. We really do. Uh, if what anybody guys, knows them, put some pressure on them. What do you guys got on the draft? Let's read your draft. Yeah, let's figure it out. Is right. it really about Aragorn? Do you want if Young you Aragorn. if you want to keep this show you know <laughs> out there in the ears of uh, Tolkien fans? Give us something. Hit us up. You know, well, so you know, this was this was the point made. He was saying, you know, I don't. Know, we'll help him along, help him along. We'll try. It's a big task, all this stuff. Uh, you know, we understand obviously uh, why Amazon would want to look for Jackson to guidance, guidance. But there's wisdom in what Boyens, uh, Philippa, also said right after that. She said, "Fresh eyes on the story is such a good thing to do." Uh, so I'm excited to see what they come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I like I like their approach too. They're not they are, and I don't think they have ever really been this way. They're not claiming ownership over this. Mm-hmm. They understand this this fan base is huge. They understand that the different perspectives that come into Lord of the Rings 
you know, right. it's yeah. massive, it's multicultural, it's it's worldwide. Yeah, so to, to limit it to one person's vision forever in all of the different formats is kind of silly. And, and they understand that. They, they want that right diversity. So I think it'd be, it'd be awesome to see a, like a shocking, very different, even, you know, like you said, visually, you know, story. It, it also, yeah. man, I'm sorry, I'm going to take it a little bit longer. Let's do it. But like, this is good. Even if you, I think you have to pick and choose here. Like if you decide to go to a different age, mm-hmm. I think you would want then it to look the same to be, mm-hmm. to have some continuity. Mm-hmm. If you keep it around the same time and different things, I think you could maybe do, it doesn't need to look the same. Mm-hmm. Some people might say, what's it matter if you're going back to, to a previous age? I don't know. I just think for understanding purposes, maybe, you know, it might, it might help folks, but maybe not. Maybe you could just you know, also. I see what you're saying. If you jump to a different time, you'd have to keep some elements the same. So we're not totally thrown off. I don't know. Maybe it we'll just, fight comfort I'm thinking about yeah, yeah, like, makes sense. oftentimes when I talk about, um, you know, uh, uh, Star Wars, I, I talk about those, you know, like your mainstream fans, the folks who don't read all of the other literature yeah. and they just, yeah. this is what they've seen. And do you, you want those folks. I mean, if you want this to be successful, you know, you want, uh, you got to warm up to the Silmarillion. You got to warm up to yeah. it. Some people are drawn to that instantly and they can connect to it, but it's not the majority. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, I mean that, that, that history stuff, the, the building of this legend, you're right. I th- so I think we got to even ease our way into that from, yeah, the visual side. So yeah. yeah. Well, um, Another little cool tidbit is that Jeremy Soule, who this, he's the dude who's created all the music for Skyrim, he wants to do the music for this Amazon show. Wow. Yeah. He, he said has, that? He has expressed interest wow. in wanting to do the Lord of the Rings uh, show. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and a lot of people are calling for it, too. Are they? Um, Jeremy Soule himself said, uh, Jeremy Soule plus Amazon's new Middle Earth series equals good idea. Wow. More info here. I mean, it does and have, yeah. There's a little poll there. 95% of people said yes. 5% said no. Yeah. Um, still blown away by your response. He says this is a tweet he wrote. Uh, Thanks, everyone. I'm doing a little networking on this. I hope I can bring this world to life. And music for you. It just depends on factors beyond my control. Um, and so I've I've listened uh, to a bit of his movie, music. I've never played Skyrim or anything, but I'm familiar mm-hmm. with it. You know, um, and it, it would be cool. I think I think it'd be tempting to include Howard Shore again, but um, I also think like the music needs some fresh eyes too, or some fresh ears, mm-hmm. or or fresh you know pen strokes, I guess, mm-hmm. um, to kind of keep things new yeah we need a new yeah. perspective so well i'm just he hasn't done i mean he's done the the elder scrolls skyrim you know whole bit mm-hmm. but i mean is that enough to i mean it's good I it mean, is it's, good it's, it's really good music we but, may uh, have used it on this podcast before we may have uh, actually as, as i mean music. i would love to see it don't get me wrong i i would love to see yeah. it i'm just like yeah go for it amazon pull the trigger yeah Be cool wasn't it that would be really neat so. so yeah um but you're right though video game music would be different from you know, a TV show or movies, but video games are so competitive now with yeah that industry too. They, well, yeah, and it's they're just, so entertaining. We could get into a whole whole yeah. discussion on that because it's like you know you get the background, you know, sort of like I don't know. It's just it, there's a lot of timing with with some of the uh, you know Howard Howard Shore st- uh, stuff music, and it's just like I don't know. It's I feel like there's a different you know who, who knows maybe he has more yeah. experience than I realize. I don't know. No, no, I so. I understand. That was shocking to me. I'm glad. I mean, it's cool. I like it. Yes. Yes, me too. All right. Uh, So in other corners of Middle Earth, we have a couple cool nuggets uh, that you guys... Oh, I'm sorry. The biopic. Still no official release date. 
Uh, but that's coming up. Don't worry about it. Uh, like I said, next yeah. four to five months, it'll yeah. be out. We're counting down. Yes, right. Uh, so some awesome goodies. Uh, Centauri actually made a really cool post. Um, uh, put a link in there about uh, Peter Jackson having no plans to release any future like Lucas uh, yeah. editions. Special you know. edition. Right. Yeah. Um, which uh, a lot of you responded on that. Go check that out. I thought the responses were really good. Uh, Jenny Smith said, my wife, oh my God, oh my gosh, I cannot read. My wallet gives a sigh of relief. Jason Hattery <laughs> said, thank Aru Aluvatar. I think he did enough in six movies. Uh-huh. Uh, David Coburn said, this is a shame because he has always said he has hours of unused footage and alternative scenes such as Arwen at Helm's Deep. It's really interesting. You can actually catch a glimpse of Arwen that's still in the film. There's what? a shot of Aomer fighting, and the camera does one of those quick shakes, and in the background you see purple-clad Arwen on top of her horse. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, and extended scenes, etc. in the commentaries, he mentions maybe a 20th anniversary edition uh, or something similar. I'd prefer him not mess, you know, but I'm always open to more of huh. of his work. So it would be kind of interesting. You know, he, he, they did record a ton of stuff uh, that, that they could throw back in, even as just a bunch of bonus footage. Mm-hmm. But I, I also understand. You extended, know, extended? I mean, edition. how extended can you get? Yeah, hey. Um, well, yeah. We'll yeah. find out. I mean. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so great post there. Jason Ross, you know, brought up the question, is the Lord of the Rings a Christmas movie? Mm. You know, mm-hmm. wife, pick a Christmas movie to watch me, Lord of the Rings wife. Right, right. That's not a Christmas movie. Me. Then why does it have elves? <laughs> wife silence me plus Gandalf looks like low carb Santa. Wow. So is it a Christmas? <laughs> you know, we we're always talking about Die Hard. Is Die yeah. Hard really a Christmas movie? But you know, Lord of the Rings, I got to say, there I'm, you go, I'm Jason. With I'm yeah. with him. That was great. I like that. Um, and then uh, Brittany Kwan has uh, a Would You Rather post she put up there that I want us to take real quick, if that's cool with you. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> it's called Would You Rather Lord of the Rings Edition. You're going to tell me your, you know, which one you would rather do. I have no idea here. I'm, Brunch I'm... with Pippin or Beer with Mary? Uh, beer with Mary. I'm taking Brunch with Pippin. Yep. That's I, know, fine. I know what I'm getting. I okay. love Billy. Okay. Uh, date Legolas or Date Aragorn? Hmm. Let me think here. Think of it as a mandate. You know? I'm thinking Legolas. Really? Yeah. I just think he would He's be. He's too into himself, man. I'm going with Aragorn. I'm dating Aragorn. Well, that's okay. For me, it's like, yeah, you know, let's, let's keep the uh, the talking discussion on you, you know? Legolas. Wow. Yeah. My friend. See, I know go. Aragorn's going to leave me and go here and there for a while, but I know he's going to stay faithful and he's coming back to me by the end of the day. You know Legolas, I, mean? I just, you talk about yourself, man. Keep going. Wow. Yeah. I'm good. Interesting. Uh, fight Sauron or fight a Belrog? Um. What? See, the implication there too is that would you level up after you beat the Belrog? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love that meme. The experience <laughs> points is getting tough. It's hilarious. Um. Let's see. What I. Do you think? I don't know. Just because Gandalf did it, I would. You know, the Belrog man. I'd. Okay, and I'm going with Sauron. Really? I would be. I would be peeing myself, but I'd like to take him on. I. Yeah. I mean, I, I could. Go Sometimes I feel though. like I do. You know. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Um. Be a ring bearer or be a companion. Companion. I don't want that either. I'm a companion, yeah, companion. all day long. Yep. No, thank you. Enter Moria or the Dead Marshes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's dude. good, isn't it? That's really good. Um, uh, Moria, because I can't. I mean, the, the, the marshes just, I don't know. No. The reek of it? Like, no. Is it the smell? Yeah, and the butt and all the everything. The, yeah. Everything that irritating. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I'm with you. I think I would go into Moria. 
because I'd rather... I'd be scared out of my mind. Oh, then the pitch black, the dark? Jaminy. Do we have a light source? I mean, that'd be another question I'd want to yeah, know. Yeah, I'd want to know that too before I go in. Could you imagine? You know what though? I'm, I'm afraid of the dark. I'm going to go too. with Dead Marshes. I'm going with the Dead Marshes. Dude. I'm going with Dead Marshes. It'd be nuts. That's, a, that's the toughest one. I know. That was the toughest one. I, I, I would still go with Moria, but, but I just would be like... Because it's kind of cool. Can you cool. imagine falling in a hole no. though? Just stepping and falling down a hole well, and being like, Whoa. You're done. You're done. Yeah, but the fall would be terrifying. Yeah, but I mean, unless, yeah, I unless you're falling to your death or something, but if you're just getting trapped down there and then you're just, you know, I don't know, Bilbo fell. That'd be and, worse. Bilbo fell and he That's came across, true. you know. Got the ring. So, so was that a good fall? Uh, Gandalf or Dumbledore? <laughs> Sorry, wait, wait, are you kidding me? Gandalf. Brittany, come on. Uh, well, she didn't actually write this. Okay, Brittany. So let's well, not criticize Brittany. Brittany, I'm criticizing she, uh, oh, the, yes. the person who wrote this, not okay, you. Right. Uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy or the Hobbit trilogy? Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. Although the Hobbit trilogy has grown on me. I've told you this. Yes, it has. In, yes, in it the has. past couple months. Well, Lord of the Rings, hands down. Yeah. Keep the one ring or throw it in Mount Doom? I would think we got to throw it away. Throw it away. Yeah, Get rid sorry. of it. It's not appealing to me. I don't know. No. Mm-mm. Be an elf or be a human? Human. Yep. Can I change back? Because I know what it's like to be a human. I, I would like to understand elves better. I think I'm going to be an elf. Okay. All right. Believe it or not. That's crazy. Live in the Shire or live in Rivendell? See, both are appealing to what you, aren't the they? the heck? I'm living in the Shire. That's a no-brainer yeah, for me. Yeah, Shire too. Really? It's a hard yeah. decision for you, though, isn't it? No, it's not as hard as you would think, but like because the Shire is just, yeah, I, I, it's, I would go visit Rivendell. Okay. I'd like stay that. for a while. I like that. But uh, And then this one really is the doozy. Uh, date Gollum or date Wormtongue? Oh, my goodness. I think I would date... Oh, my goodness. Now, I mean, is this like a date? Like, I mean, are we going to go on multiple dates? I think dates? you're talking long-term relationship here. Like, are we on first base, stealing second? What's going on? I think you're uh, like, you know, dating with the intention to marry. Oh not not marry Brandy Buck, but goodness. like to matrimony. Oh my goodness! I'm man. just kidding. I don't know what it. Just anyway. What would What would you say? I would date Gollum because I'd try to get to that inner Smeagol. <laughs> I don't think there's anything redeemable in Grima. Oh, there's nothing there. Man. Just that voice. Yeah, and that would get old. I'd rather hear. Would, I'd, I'd rather yeah. hear Gollum talking to himself. Yeah, that split personality. Because I'd be like, man, come on, buddy. that's messed up. Let's get I, through this together. I think though. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. It is a lose-lose I, situation, but... It's terrible. I, I see you going for a golem. Me too. Yeah, you've yeah. got that savior complex. You want to try and save him. But I, that's why I was sitting there thinking about Wormtongue. I was sort of like, is there something there? But I don't, I don't think know. so, man. Yeah, I don't think so either. So. All right. That's pretty good. All, All right. right. I Thanks, have, Brittany. Um, I don't know if you can turn my mic up here for this next one. Uh, uh, sure. Let me. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lead up to it, but then uh, I have to play it through my phone. I apologize. But Jonathan Hips's son. Oh yeah. Made an amazing connection. Uh, they were. I don't know. I think they were at the airport. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were at the airport, and the walk. Uh, what is it called? The um. The handrail on the uh, escalator. Yeah, like the 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 walking escalator. He found a a striking uh, resemblance here. That's awesome. You got to go check this video out. He made this connection. You yeah. put your hand 
on that rail and just let it squeak through. It sounds just like a ring wraith. That's actually and this kid's awesome, man. He opens his mouth and even like acts like he's crying like a ring wraith (laughs) too. Uh, Just blew my mind. I was like, that sounds just like it. Um, Okay, so uh, real quick, just some more. We we talked about those uh, holiday films coming out uh, for you to check out that have some kind of connection to Middle Earth. They shall not grow old. Is uh, going to be playing in select theaters December seventeenth. Okay, and then again on December twenty seventh. Yeah. So Ezra Goldberry and I, are, Goldberry and I are going on Monday. Yeah. The seventeenth, we're going to go here in Lancaster. We're going to check it out. We might even do a little recording and let you know what we thought about it. The amazing thing about this man is, uh, so the frame rate used to be like 10, 15 frames per second. Yeah. Norm now is 24 frames per second. So that's why those old videos looks like they're moving in fast motion. They're all choppy and everything. Right, right. Like little toys. Yeah. They use this technology because they were asking what was the most challenging part? Was it bringing color? And Peter's like, no, actually that was pretty easy. Um, He said, uh, there's this computer program though that we can go in, put this footage in there, and they guess what those missing frames should be, generate those missing frames, and you're able to see it smooth and in, in what looks like more like real time. No way. Yeah. Wow. And I didn't even notice it. I saw the trailer and I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I thought about the color. I'm like, how did they get the color back in? I mean, I know they're doing that stuff now, but mm-hmm. still, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, heard him explain that. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, that would be a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and watched it again. I'm like, that is so smooth. And it's just the potential for restoring like first decade film that's out yeah. there yeah. and making it look more realistic right? And, and less visually jarring is pretty amazing. So That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to go check that out. That'll be awesome. Also, the Green Book uh, is, is out. Viggo Mortensen's up for all kinds of awards, man. Golden Globes, Screen Actors Guilds. Will this be the year Vigo wins an Oscar? That's what I want to know. No. Couple poll results. After the Orthanc orations, it should be asked, would you like to have seen Saruman come down from Orthanc, humble himself, and return to the light? Mm. This was crazy, dude. This was nuts. We were split right down the middle. 130 votes. 51% said yes, come back. Forty-nine percent said no. Be gone. I know. I, I did not anticipate it being that close. What did you vote for? I think I said no. I don't. I don't think I, I can trust I him. I think I said no. Be gone. What do you think about that? That's very interesting. That's something that we've got just, some. We got some good people in yes, our group. Yes, we do. You yes, know? we do. We had a bonus poll. You know, we had this wild theory from um, for last week's episode. Three wizards went east. Only one returned. Did Saruman have something to do with the blue wizards' quote unquote disappearance? Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how many people said yeah. Absolutely, 59% said yes. Uh, no, no way. This didn't. This is this is just a weird connection. Where uh, 41% of you answered that way. 148 votes. Yeah, and you know, I think people in the comments were a little. If you voted no, just no, um, in the uh, comments there was a little stronger response about just you know. So go read some of those. I mean, yeah, the, Tolkien made some, good some implications that I guess uh, the Blue Lizards went east and started some cults or something like that. I had no idea. Well, no, I mean that. Yeah, but it's uh, right. That was, or, or was that the story that Saruman brought back? Well, and see, I don't know. Like Does you Tolkien, know, even know he doesn't even. He don't. Know. He doesn't even know what he was doing. Jaren Tolkien, <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, so there's some good comments in there. Yeah, great about stuff. that. But I think it's a, it's a, it's an idea though that hadn't crossed our mind until I, at least me kind of fun to think about. Yeah. Until you brought it up. And yeah. I was like, wow, fun to think about. I mean, maybe he did. We do have, a, I know I've gone kind of long. We do have another story about, uh, Brian Higgins flying a special flag 
Uh, but we'll just tease that right now, and we'll talk about that later. But anyway, he he had a chance to. I don't even know the right term. Like, jeez, oh like christen a flag, kind of. Okay, that yeah. he's going to send to us, and we're talking about building that studio out there, and it will hang in that studio. Holy smokes! Uh, and I don't even know if you know the full story yet. No, I don't. Uh, but it, it's pretty powerful, guys. So we'll we'll say okay. that for another time where we can give it its due, um, and uh, we'll jump into the reread. Yeah. Okay. That sounds all good, right, man. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, you know, this is, um, again, we get all this energy and it's, it's, uh, it's time to pour it into the chapter here. So, uh, (laughs) this is what we love, but, uh, the reread friends, um, we're into book three, chapter 11, uh, the Palantir. So in a recap last week, Gandalf, um, we're, we're getting close. Uh, we're going into Isengard. We're there. We're in Isengard and we're going up to talk with Saruman. Mm -hmm. And I thought the way this chapter kind of starts off too, the hobbits kind of talk about why they weren't up there why they weren't yeah, invited right. type of thing you know mm-hmm. with with, uh, with the whole group and we had mentioned that a little bit you know yeah and uh, he's warning everybody about the the power of Saruman's uh, voice mm-hmm. and uh, just sort of you know kind of yeah I mean this guy's got some his powers I guess you know his uh, his wizardry is is different it seems yeah you know than yeah. what we've seen with Gandalf mm-hmm. and so um, there's there's talk that you know very few in uh, Middle Earth could even resist Right, sort of his uh, the voice of Saruman. So, right. uh, Aemir does a good job. Theoden um, uses his silence, and he kind of you know uh, speaks out uh, against Saruman. And so, uh, it's it's a it's a powerful chapter there. Um, he starts to kind of turn some of the men you know towards his cause, and and, and tries to um, first he he goes after Theoden. Uh, that doesn't seem to work. Then he goes mm-hmm. after Gandalf and tries to persuade him. Uh, my favorite part is just Gandalf laughing. Yeah, you know, it's just like. <laughs> Um, which is which is great. So, um, but then yeah, he raises this uh, his hand and commands Saruman's mm-hmm. uh, staff to be broken. He gives him the opportunity to come back yeah. into the fold. You know, yeah. a couple times really. Right. Yeah. And uh, it, it just does. You know, he's not interested in that. So it's, it's too big a task for Saruman. You know. Yeah. The, um, that humility piece goes against his very nature. It seems like. Yeah, sort of like the I forget the exact quote, but it was the idea that like the uh, treacherous people, you know, um, are always sort of like leery or looking for treachery you know what i mean and yeah. so he he didn't trust uh that gandalf could just be this sincere and earnest about what projection forgiving that exactly projection? <laughs> yeah it is it is so um and at the very end their worm tongue actually hurls out this object a very mm-hmm. important object mm-hmm. um that uh pretty sure he probably you know um, who was he trying to hit who was Saruman? i don't know I, either way i don't think so yeah I don't think so. Do you? Because, in all seriousness, because he's no. still in there. Yeah. He could have just ran out. You know what I mean? What's he going to do? I mean. Which is funny. I think there's was... other ways he could kill, try to kill Saruman, sure. I guess, if yeah. he wanted to. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, and then he, I mean, I don't know. He heaves that out, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's it's a big loss for for Saruman. Yeah. Thinks he's doing something, you know, in defense of his new master. Yeah. And he get, ends up getting a beating for it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah because, I mean, it's actually you a big. You know what big, you just threw out? It's a big. It, it could. It's a game changer. Actually. It's the reason he. It's the reason Saruman went to Orthanc in the first place. Yeah, because yep. he heard rumors that this was. You know, it was still there. Yeah, it's that you could not you have know. thrown a more important. You know, no. thing out the window. And Gandalf says that if we had yeah. time to, you know, search the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Crazy. So there's that. Um. So this week, you know, in summary, uh, as Gandalf and Theoden 
uh, retreat from Isengard, the wizard carries Mary uh, with him on Shadowfax. And this is kind of neat, right? You know, Mary gets to ride on Shadowfax at first, and then Pippin's going to ride later. Uh, Mary and Gandalf, you know, they get to, to chat a little bit, and each of them are trying to learn a little bit more about, you know, Gandalf, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool, is that, like, they're trying to learn, um, you know, they, they, they know Gandalf the Grey, mm-hmm. and this is Gandalf the White, yep. you know, and so... Yep. Um, they're both trying to kind of learn, you know, more about him. So, uh, Mary is, um, trying to also convince once they get uh, set up there in their camp, he's trying to convince Pippin to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. But remember Pippin touched the Palantir, Mm -hmm. right? His hands were just itching. He's there. They've been itching afterwards to to, to get another feel on that, uh, on that globe. And I want to talk about that later. I want to, I want your opinion on whether that was an itch from the inside Mm -hmm. or an itch from the outside. An itch that came from the Palantir or an itch that came from Pippin himself. We'll talk huh. about that later. I okay, want, okay, I want okay. your theory on that. All right. Okay, cool. So, yeah, um, Mary, uh, you know, ends up falling asleep. Pippin can't. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just burning there. And so he goes and, I mean, something I want to talk to you about, my friend, if we're, if we're doing this, um, is the nature, the, 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 the ability of hobbits. To sneak and beak, to go unnoticed mm-hmm. and pretty amazing burglars, my friend. Mm. Oh you know? yes, yes, they're, they're burglars. Uh, it's, Gandalf it's, is smog. Absolutely, he's smog. Oh my gosh, I didn't make that the connection, Arkenstone, bro. Man, it's oh the my stone. It's be gone, man. This is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so I don't know. It kind of wow. reminded me of that. I'm like, man, he is. I mean, didn't even think about that. That's true. Is, I've always looked for you know the way in which that the hobbits, what power is it, what um, skill or you know, what what is it that mm-hmm. they possessed that makes that that gives them sort of some edge you know mm-hmm. and here it is you know even though everyone's sleeping he's still you know able to mm-hmm. if i think at one point gandalf says if they wanted to kind of pass unnoticed they can oh yeah you know and oh, yeah. so uh anyway we've seen him do it leaving yeah, the shire yeah. absolutely yeah. so yeah he, he's, he's able to get his hands on uh on the palantir and um you know we'll we'll kind of continue we'll kind of leave Man. it right there and, and then yeah. and then pick up the end here at the as we get into the reread so there so there we go just a quick little summary we've got some uh Awesome photos. Hopefully, you guys can post some of these, um, some of your favorite photos of mm-hmm. um, the different uh, Palantir mm-hmm. or Palantiri, you know, uh, in the group because there's some cool looking globes, man. Yeah, man. You know. Yeah, they are. So, um, all right, my friend, let's uh, let's dive into this. You're a little under the let's weather. Let's do it. Sorry, right yeah. Got a uh, kind of a scratchy throat going on. What's going on, on with you, man? I don't know. I you know? I was I was talking in class today. I'm like, my voice is doomed. I need you to eat. It that. was gargly. Get that elderberry in your system, all right? You need some butterbur. You need some. Yeah, yes, Go you take do. Some butterbur from the old pharmacy, right? right? Yeah. Um, okay, so was again, it, was it Nicole who posted that? I'm sure, yeah. that's that was hilarious. Actually, it is I, a didn't, plan. Know, I didn't yeah. know it was a thing. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, as we said uh, there, that there once once they kind of um, you know the staff is broken and, and we move move on here. Pippin at the very end there I, again. I have to reemphasize that he he did touch mm-hmm. um, the Palantir, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. um, that is sort of. The, that's the whole reason that we have this chapter. Yeah, it's thrown out, and Pippin touches it. Yeah, you know. So, and what Gandalf? Yeah. How different things would have been if he doesn't touch it. You know, it's just it's it's. Oh yeah! Right? Oh yeah! Yeah, Gandalf even talks about that. Yes, he does. Like, you know, almost can't be mad at him. Strangely fortunate. Yeah, strangely fortunate is, is uh, that's a good name for a podcast. It actually is. You know, um, so um, you know, <laughs> wow! Did you just try to? Did you just try that on me? Anyways, should have done it. You should have pulled the trigger next time. Don't be a coward. Um, Call me I'm a coward. Just, I'm just joking. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, so, so anyway, so um, 
There's this bit though when we when we're leaving that they have to leave the ends, mm. correct? Mm. And that is sort of um, difficult mm-hmm. for Mary and Pippin. Yeah, right. Is. And uh, I, I think it's just because they've had this, uh, you know, friendship with them. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, the ends in a solemn row stood like statues at the gate with their long arms uplifted, but they made no sound. Yeah. Mary and Pippin looked back when they had passed some way down the winding road. Um, sunlight was still shining in the sky, but long shadows reached over Isengard. Mm. Uh, gray ruins uh, falling into darkness. So, Almost like, you know, they they uh, got so hasty. They need a good rest now. Mm, mm-hmm. They really need yeah. it. Isn't that how they sleep, too? They put their arms up. Yeah. Didn't Treebeard kind of show mm-hmm. us that? So Yeah. I'm sure they're exhausted from right. destroying Isengard. Yeah, so um, they uh, Treebeard's just kind of standing there by himself, right? And the, and the hobbits um, thought back on their first mm-hmm. meeting, right? Upon the sunny ledge far away on the borders of Fangorn. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just kind of reminiscing. And I think that's something, you know, Pippin, what's interesting is in this chapter, they talk about how the hobbits qui- can quickly move on from a setback. Yeah. But very resilient. Yeah right? yeah, yeah, right. But they're also very thoughtful, and things will stick with them for a long time too, yeah. and they'll dwell on things. It's an interesting pairing, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, because this was a happy memory. This is like, uh-huh. like the the meeting of Treebeard and and looking into his eyes. Uh-huh. You know those globes, right? Right. You know. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. There, that's something that kind of sticks with with Pippin for a long yeah, time. It is. So. Yeah, it is. Years later. Yeah, but anyways, uh, Gandalf says, uh, you know, he's talking to Mary and. Um, Mentions that they're gonna that they have to ride far, um, and actually Mary is the one asking, you know, how far are we riding? Yeah, right? um, and uh, talks about the ragtag, small ragtag dangling <laughs> behind you. <laughs> so, yep, uh, I thought that was funny. Um, you know, so so he wants to know, um, basically. Now, is this the bit? This is the bit where where Pippin's kind of, um, or I'm sorry, Mary is kind of. They're they're both asking him about like, are they the ragtag? Right? Is that sort of? Um, you know, like, like, I, yeah, isn't that Saruman's words were kind of pointed at them? Yeah, let me just read some of this here. So, so, um, Gandalf says, so you, oh, let me see here. Let me go back a little bit. Um, are we riding far tonight, Gandalf? Mary asked after, um, after a while. I don't know how you feel with small ragtag dangling behind you, but the ragtag is tired and we will be glad to stop dangling <laughs> and lie down. Right. Um, and so, yeah, he's a little offended, right? right. I mean, he's, he's right. bringing this to Gandalf's attention and Gandalf says, so you heard that. Which is interesting because, because um, they weren't right up there. Yeah, they where were, were they? Well, they're they're you know they weren't supposed to be at certain councils, and they're at certain councils. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so he says, uh, "Don't let that rankle. Uh, be thankful. No longer uh, words were aim- no, no longer words were aimed at you. Right. Um, he had his eyes on you. Um, if that is any comfort to your pride, I um, I should say that at the moment you and Pippin are more in his thoughts." Than all the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so who you are, how you came there, and why, uh, what you know, whether you were captured, mm-hmm. and if so, how you escaped when all the orcs perished, uh, it is with those little riddles that the great mind of Saruman is troubled. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. He's kind of saying that, like, um, I think it's part of the reason, too, why he, he didn't, they didn't get that formal invite to kind of walk up or, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did kind of dismiss themselves but at the right. same time you know they weren't encouraged to, by any means to to walk up and, and talk to Saruman right you know so because he's fascinated I mean, the, the whole his whole um, pursuit here has been to to, to uh, capture them yeah 
yeah. to get the hobbits. And it's just it's ironic that they're the ones who end up bringing his doom and his destruction. Well, and, and here's the question. Does does he know any more than anyone else as to which hobbit has what or what they carry or, you know? It's a great question. Does, I, I don't think so. Do, I, I almost wonder if he didn't sense or realize at some point that the ring was not near. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel have, like he would have tried yeah. a little harder or he would have done something more. Yeah, because he was hell-bent on it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 No, it's just my thought because that's a great question. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's he doesn't know. You know that's yeah. why he's he just says one of the halflings. You know, right. is kind of carrying and, something of great value. And actually, that secrecy and that uh, like uh, ambiguity we learn later in this chapter is, you know, at one point you have Aragorn saying, "Now is the time to reveal everything," and and Gandalf says, "Not not quite yet. We have a little bit longer. We need to milk this as long as we can." Mm-hmm. And that that's also part of it too. Like. You know, if it, he, he doesn't know which hobbits, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Sauron didn't even know. Well, we get get to that in a little bit. Yeah. But just the the not knowing exactly what's going on in the, in the side of light is as much an ally as anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's really their biggest strength. Yep, secrecy, man. Yep. Keep it secret. Keep it yeah. safe. That's right. So... It's uh, actually by keeping it secret, you keep it safe, too. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Gandalf tries to to let Mary know though that like if you're getting sneered at by Saruman, it's a good yeah. thing. It's a compliment. You know, you're 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 doing okay, and um, you know. So he says, "Well, thank you." You know, uh, but it is a great honor to dangle at your tail, Gandalf. <laughs> um, for one thing, in that position, uh, one has a chance of putting a question a second time. Yeah. Are we riding far tonight? That was the first <laughs> yeah, you know, right. yeah. uh, question that he asked. So Gandalf laughs, though. And I think yeah. what's neat is that um, Mary and Pippin both kind of talk about the nature of Gandalf and how he is increased and he's more. Mm-hmm. There, Some of them is the same. In yeah, some ways, right. he's jollier. And he's, what are they, what's the word they use? Um, oh, geez, I, can't I can't remember what it is. But, you know, he's, he's happier, almost like uh, more jovial. And then at other times he's more solemn and serene, you know. Yeah, it's it's almost like uh, like like maybe as the gray those those you didn't have those two extremes maybe. Yes, I guess, is, is the way I felt. Um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Merrier and more solemn than before. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So so anyways, and Gandalf kind of, as he's laughing, right? He talks about uh, most unquenchable Hobbit. <laughs> All wizards should have a Hobbit or two in their care to teach <laughs> them the meaning. Uh, of the word or to correct them. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. He says, I beg your pardon, but I have given thought uh, even to these little simple matters. We ride for a few hours gently until we come to the end of the valley. Tomorrow we must ride faster. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so they're making their way back. Uh, it's, it's him, Theoden. It's the whole it's the whole crew uh, heading back to Edoras, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that where they're headed? Mm-hmm. And up until we have the incident, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, their plans are just kind of to, to regroup for a little bit, right? right. They're going to go back there to, to, to regroup. Yep. It's Pippin's actions that actually accelerate everything, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. In a large way. Yeah, big time. Big time. Yeah. So uh, the rest of this, I don't know. Did you have anything underlined on this next couple paragraphs? No, I, I thought it was funny. He said uh, uh, one of Mary's lines. He said, nothing or a double helping is your way. Uh, you know, it's almost like Gandalf explained too much. He said, I just wanted to know about tonight. <laughs> you know, you're talking about messengers right. going ahead to Helm's Deep and then um, getting the men from Dunharrow. Um, and he was like, that's too much information. Mm-hmm. I didn't really yeah. want that. Uh, and then just him saying, you know, I'll, I'll tackle uh, Strider by the campfire. He's less right. testy. Right. You know, uh, 
just funny. Like he well, hasn't changed, you know, but you have. Well, it's interesting how they all are tr- always trying to get more information out of each other. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, even, even Strider, um, Aragorn kind of talks about Gandalf speaking in riddles or speaking to himself yeah, yeah. Or, or what have you. And so, yeah. uh, they've a lot to catch up on too. Cause they haven't been around yeah, each other. I also feel like sometimes Gandalf seemingly gives, I don't know, different information to different people yes, or mm-hmm. that. And also just the way that he speaks to the hobbits seems a little bit simpler and straightforward, mm-hmm. uh, than it does with Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli. You know, it often That's seems like he's point. talking to them in a more sophisticated way or a way that, um, I don't know, more complex. I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know what it is, but it alluding just to things that way, that, that uh, yeah, may motivate them to do other things. Yeah, yeah. So that's true. That's very true. Uh, so, anyways, you know, so we move on here uh, a bit, and we we get to the campsite really where they're going to kind of set up um, camp here, correct? So the the road kind of passes on by slowly. Yep. Um, the the mist were all gone. A chill wind blew. Man, right? I love these descriptions of where they are. Yeah, the just moon, beautiful. The moon now. Waxing round, filled the eastern sky with a pale cold sheen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the shoulders of the mountains to their right sloped down uh, to bare hills. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, he starts to uh, just describe the countryside mm-hmm. a little bit, and it is it is it takes you back to it's gorgeous to the beginning of of uh, kind of fellowship and just all of the descriptions here. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Talking about the Where? buds, I love the the line. Buds were swelling at each twig's tip. You know, you get that idea that spring is, yeah. Obviously, we we talked about it a little bit before, but spring is on its way, and that that parallel too of new life coming, tide turning, winter ending, and spring coming. It's reflected like almost in every aspect of the story. You know, from mm-hmm. gray to white, from ranger to king. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it doesn't really say exactly. I'm trying to look exactly as to where they're at. I, yeah, I, I, I think they're just kind really of. It was just a good spot, like an in between, right? I mean, yeah. All right. Um, I was trying to find like a, a name here if I could, but I really don't see one. So anyways, well, um, as they're kind of setting up camp there, they've got the guards are out and about. Uh, the hobbits are laying in the corner by themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Mary's sleepy, but Pippin is, is not. He's, I he's, can relate, Pippin. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's curiously reckless, right? He's like, yeah, he is like you. He can't he can't get to sleep. Online shopping in the middle of the night. Jamie Christmas. Man, I got a text from you a couple uh, nights ago, was and I was late? like, "What is Lane doing Probably. up this late?" Uh, sometimes man? I just can't turn it off, man. Jiminy, it's Christmas. like Pippin. Yeah. Well, and then and, and what did you do? You went and reached for your for your Palantir, and you hit me up, seeing far. I know, right? I know. Crazy. What a crazy connection. Next time, Facetime me. And also, I mean, like more like the Palantir. Well, yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> thinking about these Palantir. It's almost kind of like, man, it's like if Verizon were only known to a f- like twenty people in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like if cell phone technology was around, I, that's, a, that's a strange comparison. But really, it's you think about how our phones connect us instantly, you know, from various points in the world. I'm gonna make a really weird reference here. Let's hear it. I see okay. you smirking. What's going on? Well, back in the day, and that you guys can this this is a gift. Radios. This is my early Christmas gift to you guys. Um, just kind of speaking of the Palantir and the idea that you just mentioned, like, what if only a few people in the world had access to a communication device like that? Go look up, uh, I think it's an Australian TV show called Spellbinders, okay? That is Spellbinders. Is this conspiracy theory it's stuff? It's on YouTube. I think you can watch it for free. It is absolutely amazing, and they are really cool. Spellbind- Do yourself a favor. Merry Christmas. You're welcome. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Uh, I watched it. I was dedicated. I was a dedicated fan growing up. <laughs> and But they had these communicate these stones, these like rune stones that uh, powered their... 
vessels and these special stones that, that help them communicate, which was really cool. So, anyway. Interesting. Interesting. Some Side inspiration from Tolkien, maybe. Merry Christmas. All right. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> so now, you know, uh, Pippin is, is is anxious. Mary tries, tries his best, doesn't he, to kind of like, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, help him get comfortable a little bit. Yeah, right? he is. Um, well, he first ta- he talks meeting. about Gandalf, right? They're, they're um, mm-hmm. well, at first he's saying, what's the matter? You're laying on an anthill. Yeah. They, they, says, no, I'm not comfortable. I wonder how long it was since I slept in a bed. There Mary yawned. Work it out on your fingers, but you must know how long it is since we left uh, Lorien. Oh, that, said Pippin. I mean a real bed in a bedroom. Well, Rivendell then. But I could sleep anywhere tonight. Yeah, Mary is on the verge of sleep. And you know the other thing, too, mm-hmm. that I can relate to with Pippin is when you're not tired and your buddies, you know, just fighting to stay awake, that is the most annoying thing in the yeah. world. And it irks you even more. Yeah. <laughs> so Pippin's yeah. just being irked even more. Mary, you know, he's trying to stay awake. Wondering what's wrong with him, why he can't fall asleep, and then he's just on the verge of sleep himself, and it's just ugh. that literally sounds like you and I after podcast. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Hey, let's watch something, dude. Oh, God, okay. It's like three o'clock in the morning, and Lane's like, "What are you? Are you tired? You get amped? You tired or something? What's, right. what's up with you?" Um, so. so then Pippin, you know, he kind of uh, wants to know more about Gandalf. Yeah. You know, speaking softly, he says, "You know, you're riding with Gandalf. Did you? You had the luck of riding with him. Um, well, what of it?" Did you get any news, any information out of him? Yeah, a good deal, more than usual. But you heard most of it. You were close by. Um, you know, we were not talking in secrets. But you can go with him tomorrow if you think you can get more out of him and if he'll have you. Can I? Good. So you see this, like, excitement in, mm-hmm. yeah. in Pip. And he's like, all right, cool. Uh, but he's close, isn't he? Not changed at all? Oh, yes, he is, said Mary, waking up a little bit and beginning to wonder what was bothering his companion. He has grown or something. He can be both kinder and more alarming, merrier and more solemn than before, mm-hmm. I think. He has changed. Just really interesting to think about that, too. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Why is, I mean, I think we know the answer, but why is Pippin putting Mary to the question like this? Mm-hmm. You know? His hands are itching. Big time. Right, and I, and I think, so he's gotten in mischief before, mm-hmm. and Gainoff tells him later, that what he does here is very mischievous, mm-hmm. right? So before, took. St- well, st- you know, stealing some fireworks and lighting those off and things like that, he knows how Gandalf dealt with him before. Is it yeah. going to be the same way, or right. has he changed? Right. Is is there more? That's going- a good point. You know he's what I'm gauging uh, his punishment. Well, he knows what he's going to do. Well, because he also compares him again here to Saruman. Mm-hmm. He says, "Well, he and Saruman are kind of, you know, alike, mm-hmm. same order." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, and then that, so that gets us right into where Pippin, you know, kind of says, um, starts asking more directly about the about the glass Palantir. ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As, as he calls it, he says uh, he says that Gandalf seemed mighty pleased with it. He knows or guesses something about it, but does not tell us what. No, not a word. Yet I picked it up and I saved it. He starts kind of talking to himself here yeah. too, from rolling into a pool. Yeah. yeah, starts trailing off, and it's like it's very. Um, very uh, it's like you know how you how we come to know that like Gollum kind of t- trailing off to himself yeah. mm-hmm. uh, kind of like how Boromir was yeah in a way yeah because he, he's, re, he's, he's recounting by it he's recounting at first right like what Gandalf said to him mm-hmm. here lad I'll take that um, and then Mary's uh, starting to get concerned here though he's like what is bothering you yeah and he exactly. says don't 
you know, don't forget Gildor's saying, do not meddle in the affairs of wizards, for they are subtle and quick to anger. So he's getting like, dude, just leave it, man. Leave it. Get over it. It's not It's not one of our affairs. It's up to the wizard. Let it go. You know, Mary, uh, they both have good points. I mean, that's, again, get back to Gildor's advice. Um, that's, Gildor and Glorian that, coming that's, back. Right. Well, and that's, that's important to bring up. But then Pippin makes the case that, like, we've been meddling in their affairs for months now. We're in this game. Yep. Why don't we know more about this stuff? If you go back to Bilbo, yeah, it's been decades. Absolutely. You know what well, I mean? Yes, it's all been kind of uh, yeah, Gandalf. Yeah, Gandalf's so connected yeah, to that's right to everything. And, and I actually understand Pippin's wanting to know sure. more oh, and wanting oh, absolutely. to yeah. And, and again, I also understand why Gandalf doesn't tell them everything that he knows and doesn't really explain everything that's going to happen. You know Does he mean? ever? No. Yeah. No. 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 At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's, it, it, I don't know, there's wisdom in both, I guess, sure. you know, like, like seeking that information, that knowledge, and then also possibly withholding it or giving it at the right time, you know what I mean? So, and, and, and in the end, it's good that he doesn't give them all the information because maybe they wouldn't have, maybe what happened wouldn't have happened. Well, and that's, and a, that needed to happen. That's actually the debate that Pippin you know? has with him later, right? Is that yeah. like, well, if you would have told me right. about, about what this thing if was. all seven like, were laying out there, I would, I would have put my hands in my pockets, right. closed yeah. my eyes. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, now. Sure, sure. right. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, well, because Gandalf says, you know, you knew what you did was wrong. Yeah, you know, I mean, you you knew that. You even tried to tell yourself that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah. See here, uh, go to sleep. Mary said, mm-hmm. "You'll get you'll you'll get information enough sooner or later, my dear Pippin. No took ever beat a brandy buck for inquisitiveness, <laughs> <laughs> which is just the ever going. Yeah, you know, um, which is queer a took or a, a brandy buck. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah." Um, but he, so he says, all right, you know, um, all right, what's the harm in, in, uh, my telling you what I should like a look at that stone. I know I can't have it without right. Gandalf sitting on it, right. uh, like a hen on an egg, uh, but it doesn't help much to get no more from you than a, you can't have it. So go to sleep. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not n- nothing is, that Mary's saying is, and this is, is classic. Like when you know, when you want to do something wrong, 
and you're going for your, I mean, dude, we've had experience we've had, like yeah, this. We've been there. And you're talking to your friend and, and you're wanting them to kind of justify it for you. Are you about to pull out some stories from the old? Uh... I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay, no, good. I'm not bringing anything out. But I'm just thinking, like, you know, because Goldberry will friend... wake up right, you know, now. No, you got a friend coming to you and saying, I know, saying yeah. like, "Hey, man, I, you know, I know I should, I know I should, but right. I, I'm really, de- you know, yeah." And, and you, you want, want that person to, be like, to? Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's go for it. Why don't you go? Go get that. So I'll go Let with me you. Give you all the reasons as to why you should go get that. Right. Yeah. I, I'll go with you myself. I'll stand guard. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pull it out. Hand it right to you. Let's go. Let's do it together. You deserve that information. That's right. Yeah. That Matter of fact, my fingers are starting to itch too. That's right. That glass ball is meant for you, my friend. Yeah. For us. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that's it's just kind of frustrating because he knows he, it, yeah, it's it's further validation that what he's going to do is wrong, and there's no comfort in that. So he's getting defensive. Um, yeah. You know, well, what else can I say? He said Mary, I'm sorry, Pippin, but you really must wait till the morning. I'll be as curious as you like after breakfast, and I'll help in any way I can at Wizard Wielding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wheedling was a wheedling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he can't fake it anymore. He's got to go sleep. He does. Yeah, and and, and uh, he goes quick. He does. And then it's just Pippin by himself. And left to what his to temptation. Do. I know, right. man. Right. What to do? So uh, the guards aren't in view. Yeah, no. And Gandalf is asleep. He can hear everyone. And the, right? I love this line. The thought of the dark globe seemed to grow stronger as all grew quiet. You know, the what, silence does not help. At what point do we have that to answer answer your question? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to that, talk about this now? That she pro- that, yeah, well, because we're getting, I mean, we're, we're basically at the we're point on it. where yeah. we're right there. You know, we're about to go, we've made, we're made the choice here to, to go. Right, right. Or did we make the choice? Right. So what's your, what's your question? I don't know. My, well, my question is, is, um, you because know, I'm reading this and I'm thinking to myself, this is my cool connection. This is my cool connection. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, you know, did I miss something with the Palantiri? Mm-hmm. Is there some sort of, uh, like a, not not the same power as, but something akin to that lure. The ring seems to have that controlling lure uh, that I didn't know about, that I didn't read about, or that I've forgotten about. You know. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, well, maybe. And then I looked into it, and there doesn't seem to be any kind of. I mean, they're magical um, objects. Obviously, they're used for communication. Uh, you have to be very strong uh, to to use it in a proper way. Okay. Um, otherwise it can kind of uh, have its way with you. Um, so that was my thing was, is, is this thing drawing him, drawing him to it? Or is it the took inside of him? That's just hmm. like, like, he, he, I don't know. It's, it's eating away at him. That is this, you know, the, just the, the pull to an adventure the uh, the inquisitiveness, is, to use Mary's term, uh, is that what's driving him? So is it coming from within, you know, his DNA, mm-hmm. or is it coming from this object pulling him closer in, or is it both? I almost think it might be both. Well, I mean, I, I think what it is, you know, and Gandalf kind of talks about this later, is that like it's the fact that he actually touched it. Um, so that to Got me, a was, taste of it. Yeah, that. Um, because there is a almost like a um, but so did Grima, yeah. And he threw it right. Right. So I almost wonder if it's both those things working together. You know what I mean? Who he is as a person because he does get in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, I, like you're saying, I think sort of when, when you when you touch the seeing stone, it's sort of like it's activated. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's sort of yeah. like all of a sudden it's it's working on you. I do think it's working on you a little bit. Or there's 
uh, th- there's so part of the way like like it's kind of interesting describes, though, isn't it? Because there's yeah, no there's no real uh, no right there's there's no answer. I would love to hear what, what other folks think about yes. uh, about this because he he talks about Pippin talks about the what he sees in the globe right yeah and just like it's that deep red. Remember that that deep sort of like pulling in that John um, Howe picture is perfect. Yeah, that illustration, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so that just seemed um, this is curiosity. He wants yeah. to know what is in there. What's something? Right. Uh, what's what is it? And then also Gandalf's super interested in it. But it's yeah, that's like, true. It, it's very interesting that Pippin notices too that like Gandalf does try to play it off nonchalant. Mm-hmm. No just, one else really notices it. it. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, thanks. Yeah. You know, and just real quickly Good catch. It's got yeah. it. Yeah. So he notices things, like and again, that. that's all his. That's like his, you know, his took side is his. Uh, yeah, he see, he sees that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It's I, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's very interesting. So to answer that, I would kind of say it is. It's it's a bit of both. Yeah, um, that's, that's kind of what like I came if, down if, on. If too. he never would have touched, if if Gandalf would have picked it up himself, and he never would have had mm-hmm. the physical contact mm-hmm. with it, I don't think he would have been, been drawn issue. to it. Yeah. So, um, put the two together and even those few seconds or minutes or whatever it was uh, long enough to really attract him to it. You well, know? then also, yeah. And then and I don't think it's Sauron. I actually don't know that it's, that it's Sauron. I think Sauron's it's just surprised when he sees who, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. more just this individual. I did too. The stone. object. It's, yeah, it's yeah, a magical object. It's a magical object. And that's very intriguing. If you right. think about it, um, you know, good Lord. I mean, the hobbits are uh, like fascinated by jewels. Mm-hmm. What bigger jewel than a Palantir? Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. just it's it's because it's more than that. It's not just this stone. It you're right. You're right. And that's really interesting that you say that. Um, and then, then also the connection that he quote unquote saved it. Yeah. Oh. Right. He he saved it. It could from, have fallen down a hole down. or, or yeah. been lost or whatever. So he's he takes that. Um, so not only did he touch it, but he also sees himself as you know I, I you wouldn't have this except for me. Right. So I'm owed a little piece. Yep. You know where's my piece. Yeah, and that's very Pippin. That's very Pippin. Sure. Yeah. Um, he's feisty, you know. Um, and these mm. these are such interesting objects too. We can get into a little bit more if you want, but like made by Feanor. You know about Feanor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there oh, so were, you, we're gonna talk about a little bit like this, the origins. We can go do that later. You want to do that later? Well, you tell me when. When's uh, a good time? Well, well, I think. Well, I thought, let's, let's talk, get into it first. Yeah, yeah, and then, okay. and then and then and then we'll talk more about that because okay. it, it is neat to talk about where all they came from and and Different how many sizes. there are. Yeah, don't even know how many there are. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. crazy yeah. thing. Whether yeah. they're accounted for and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're interesting. Um, okay, so Gosh, this is good stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was so, so he's driven by some impulse mm-hmm. that he did not understand. Mm, there you we go. don't really understand it either, right? There you go. That's right. So Pippin walks slowly, uh, or I'm sorry, softly, softly, very softly. Yeah. Uh, to where Gandalf lay, looked down at him. Right, sees he's asleep, um, uh, with lids not fully closed. <laughs> so there's that whole, you know, That's from right. the movie, the film. Um, yeah, and, and so he he, uh, he basically swaps out the. He, I mean, how does he? It, it, Gandalf's hands not necessarily. It's not like it's not like it is in the um, in the film, like wrapped around it. Right, just up by up yeah. beside it. Feeling. Yeah, you know, he has a, a hand next to it, but it's covered. Yeah. It's wrapped, right? Yeah. In, a, in a dark cloth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, hardly I, breathing. There's another line here, too, though. You, okay. you know, you you, you uh, driven by some impulse he did not understand. And then again, um, as he gets closer to Gandalf, he step, steps back. He notices, like, his eyes aren't fully closed, so he d- steps back quickly. 
Gianoff makes no sign, thinks it's safe, and drawn forward once more, half against his will. Half against his will. Just battling against himself, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. Gosh, it's so interesting. Right, 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 right. Um, I'm sorry. I just no, no, no. I'm glad you. I didn't even see yeah. that line. So that's, that's yeah. a good one. Um, so yeah. So he's 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 again just uh, he's trying to steal from a wizard. I know, and he does. I know. He succeeds. I know. So, Did Gandalf let him? I don't know. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I think it's. He does because doesn't he? He recalls him talking to himself. Yeah, he does. Which I thought was like, what? How did he? How's Gandalf know that? Do wizards ever really sleep? I don't know. I mean, that's the right. thing. Is so. it like? The elves, how they're kind of half sleeping, mm-hmm. half mm-hmm. awake. Yeah. So he finds a stone, right? Yep, yep. And he actually takes it. I, there's a there's a, a a good uh, sort of bit of imagery where they talk about him, almost like now. Now, first thing he has to do is he he realizes like, okay, he's got it away from Gandalf, and he's got to put something there to kind of mm-hmm. make sure he doesn't start like feeling around the table like, where's that stone? At? <laughs> you know, like, because because you know, like I don't know, like I sometimes I try not to sleep with my phone. Yeah. That's something I used to do I don't yeah. do it anymore but yeah. sometimes it's like I, I always kind of know where it's at in the bed you know yeah, what I mean right, it's not right. there I'm like wait I wake up for a second where is that, where is thing? that thing it's got my alarm set it on the counter you yeah. know yeah. Um, but yeah anyways so maybe it's something like that he's got to put the rock in its place and yeah, I uh, always think about like it up. when he switches it like this I always think of Indiana Jones yeah yeah, yeah, in the, the temple of um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders, that's what I meant. And he switches that the idol for the yeah. sack of you know sand or whatever. It's yep. the same kind of thing, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, um, What else here? Yes, he's got the bundle down there. Um, he stood for a moment, clasping it. Uh, that's when he gets the stone. Yeah, he found yep. the launch stone, and came back. There we go. All right. So he hurries away, and at that moment, uh, Gandalf moved in his sleep. Right, he muttered some words. They seemed to be yeah. in a strange tongue. Yeah, his hand groped out. And clashed the wrapped stone. Yeah. Then he sighed and did not move again. Yeah. All right. So Pippin knows what he's doing. <laughs> so I almost kind of wonder if he, if he, I don't know. So man. right here, did he so, wake up there. So right here is where Pippin, right after yep. he touches that stone, idiotic fool, idiotic fool. And you almost wonder, as you say, Gandalf sometimes lets things play out. Yes, he does. For some, he lets Saruman higher, talk. Higher reason, right? That he doesn't really, right? Hmm, something's going on here. You right. know, he's uh, Gandalf is. If you think about it. It's amazing. He gets the reputation for being meddling, but we see him time and time again trusting, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, the higher powers, trusting what we would call like the universe, trusting uh, God, whatever, you know, to... Yeah. Uh, uh, that things are kind of... Yeah, they're going to happen the way the they way, should. Yeah. If yeah. he only steps back and let... That, that takes... That's as hard as anything. We know that, right? It's mm-hmm. easy to go meddle. It's hard to step back and go, all right, it's yeah. gonna happen. It's gonna be fine. I'll be here when if stuff goes bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this this bit here that I, I kind of like is is the um, the imagery of him. Uh, he, he's he bent low over the stone, so he, he takes it and he kind of <laughs> hides behind a rock, right? And he's he's <laughs> looking like a greedy child stooping yep. over a bowl of, little of food. Kid, little kid doing something wrong. Yeah, right. And uh, so there there came a faint glow and a stir uh, in the heart as he looks into it. Right. So at first mm-hmm. it's just this dark jet black. Um, you know, looking stone with, with a moonlight gleaming on its surface. Mm-hmm. And it held his eyes so that now he could not look away. Mm-hmm. So there's that sort of uh, can't look away, right? Yeah. Uh, soon all inside seemed on fire. The ball was spinning uh, or the lights within were revolving. Mm-hmm. Suddenly suddenly the, 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 the lights went out. He gave a gasp and struggled, but he remained bent, clasping the ball with both hands. Mm-hmm. Closer and closer he bent and then became rigid. His lips moved soundlessly for a while. Then with a strangled cry, he fell back and lay still. 
The cry was piercing, and this brings the guards. So what did you think about this, uh, this description as opposed to what's in the film? Well, I think they try to, in the film, they try to show us simultaneously just a quick little, they try to do both. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like yeah. they, they show us him, him struggling with it. Right. And, See, and, and yeah. And to me, it seems like the way that was written in the book, it's like, yeah. it's drawing him in. Uh-huh. Right. He's drawing and it's not like this in the book. It's all this convulsive or in the movie. It's this big convulsion. He's screaming. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, this is, this is scarier to me. This is like a possession almost. Like mm-hmm. he's like sitting there closer to it. He's moving his lips and nothing are coming out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing is coming out. And then this huge violent reaction, which wakes everyone up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, isn't that kind of, it's, it's almost scarier, I think. Well, in yeah. a way, yeah. Well, and we'll talk here in a little bit. Like, like uh, what if, um, what if Sauron didn't want to release him? You know what I mean? Like, like how firm was his grip on, on this? I mean, he basically sends him back to Saruman to kind of like, Send a message. To right. Him, you know? Right. How long could he have kept him there? Right. It's a great question. Uh, you know. It's a great question. It seems like there is some... Because basically he ensnared, he he entrapped Saruman with the Palantir. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's sort of what happened. Yeah. Saruman looked too far. Yeah. Right. Right. So... Uh, but yeah, this this brings uh, the the guards, right? You know, and so um, it's... I mean, again, he was he was telling himself he shouldn't do it. Um not 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 in a good situation here with Gandalf. Definitely uh, in trouble, my friend. He's gonna yeah. have to go stand in the corner, uh, or what have you. I don't know what the punishment is. Or yep. Timeout, whatever it may be. But uh, yeah. And but the Pippin's still feeling these effects, man. He's like, he's out. He's out of it. Yeah, and that's where you know Gandalf is 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 you know yeah you know he's he's ticked. He's pissed at yep. him, right? But then yep. he he kind of sees it as he has these unseeing eyes staring up at the sky. Yeah. And uh, the devilry. Right. <laughs> what mischief has he done? Yep. To himself and to all of us. Yeah. The wizard's face was drawn and haggard. And then he and then he takes his hand and yeah. tries to, you know, uh speak to him, bring him back, you know. And uh, he does. He comes back, he's he's kinda of shuddering. Um and the first thing he cries out, it's it's not for you, Saruman. Not his words. Yeah, right? Uh in a in a shrill, toneless voice shrieking away from Gandalf. That was the message he was commanded right. to to give to him, right? Right. First wizard he sees, he shall he shouts right. it out. <laughs> It's like, uh, yeah, and it is, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah but a message and almost like a dude. It's like just, it's like possession almost. It's mm-hmm. weird, mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah, oh. but poor guy, man. He's 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 you know once uh, Gandalf tells him to come back, come he does back. come back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is cool. By the way, could we play that from song right now? Small come back thing. to me. Yeah, I mean, come back. And his voice changes too, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, held him gently and firmly, so that's interesting. But I just to think mean, about you know, too. Gandalf saying, "Come back," and he does. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, well, that's, so, sure. says word staff, of command. Staff break, it breaks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. So uh, he says, "Forgive me, though." Yeah, right. And first wh- thing he says, "What have I done?" Uh, I took the ball and I looked at it. I saw things that frightened me. Yeah. And uh, and so and us too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but he doesn't really. He says, that's all I remember. And Gandalf's like, that is not it. Yeah. I know better. I know better. So do you think it takes Gandalf's uh, plumbing for him to recall? Or do you think he's so... Is he like so shocked by it that he, he kind of has forgotten? Or does he not want to talk about it? I just don't think he wants to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I think he's just... Yeah, it's, it's just... Kind that, of, that's it. We're talk done. about embarrassing yeah. too, right? I mean, that'd be the ultimate embarrassment. Mm-hmm. You did something you weren't supposed to do and you you, you were just 
being talked to by Sauron. Yeah, I, I, this is one of those things where I don't really mind what they did in the movie with the whole bit about like you know he didn't betray Frodo in the ring. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. That was more of a um, like like uh, they don't even tell you this fast forward to the yeah. conversation that really takes place. You don't really know. It's well what done Pippin, for a, yeah. It's well done. Yeah, I think it's it, I think it's we, almost we hear about it from Gandalf. Like Gandalf relays what he said. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. almost not better, but it's it's just different. And I like it. You know because yeah. because it, it shows like a him looking out for his friend See, I think, and withholding something yeah. the power to, to withhold something from Sauron like under yeah. questioning you know and I love that I love that they can work together too because we can come in here and we can get more details of like how Sauron made Pippin feel because mm-hmm. that was the part I read and I, I my hair stood on end mm-hmm. uh, like I felt tingly you know I mean is this the most direct interaction we've had with Sauron so far yeah it really is isn't it, it? Is. I mean it's the first character who's seen him talked to him mm-hmm. I, this is like big this is a big deal yeah and it's and, a half point yeah you know and it's, it's and it's frightening like the, the very fact that he that Sauron looks in at first and doesn't he, he thinks it's Saruman talking to him why mm-hmm. have you why have you been away so long right yeah and it's just like oh god like he doesn't even recognize wait until exactly. he finds out this is Pippin ah! right yeah like yep. it's suspenseful even though we're living it you know, it's a it's a flashback. Like, like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, never, I didn't really think about that, but that is this is one of the this is the big significant. Like, you get to see the it's enemy, like a character you interact with the yep. with with the enemy. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, but but I also like too that like uh, it, it shows you sort of like mm, just the under like how they underestimate hobbits. Oh yeah. And just the oversight here in the enemy. And if he would have questioned him more, basically Gandalf says he couldn't have resisted. He could not have resisted right. if he would have put you to the question. Right, right. Uh, so that makes me... That's true. That's yeah, true. He says yeah. that. So I, that's why I kind of like what the film does with that. Like, he, he's, he's honest, right. but he did not betray, you know, any of their, their plan or their mission. Yeah. Well, really, in, this, in the book, he didn't have the chance. Right. I mean, that was never even... Right, Sauron let him go. So yeah, because he, he thought that he had um, the Hobbit captured Had him locked down. So, well, yeah. cool, we're heading there, and right. we're going to come get him. Dude, you know? you're right, man. And that really, if you think about it, that is the biggest... Uh, that, that is uh, Sauron's biggest downfall, is he, he underestimates yeah. things that should not be underestimated. Right. His, his arrogance, in the same way, Saruman, that was his downfall. You know, it must be a family trait. Sauron, it's his, it's his Achilles heel as well. Right. Gotcha. All I mean, right. We're going three hours. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we're going three hours. So we're going to speed through this. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> if you just heard me flipping through the pages. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, really, um, it, we're stopping at some pretty good, I think, uh, important conversations, you know, just about. Um, I'm getting lost in it with you, brother. I, I am. I really I feel am. like it's, I'm in the Palantir. It's the, I, I it's, don't know what's coming next. It's yeah, great. It, it, but, but to me, it's, it's just. I don't know the way it works out, you know, that like clear back to worm tongue, throwing it out versus yep. like it could have been, could have gone down so many different ways and it goes down this way. This is, it's just, it's, it's the, I don't know. Yeah. It's another one of those nuggets that just shows that fate has a huge play, part to play in this. Yeah. Destiny, uh, mm-hmm. some higher power working and then Gandalf trusting that power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't. Well, yeah. real quickly, I'm just going to read the, the description. So he says that he saw um, a dark sky, tall battlements, yeah. and tiny stars. It seemed very far away and long ago. Um, that's interesting. Very far away and long ago, yet hard and clear. Mm-hmm. Then stars went in and out. They were cut off by things like wings. Very big, I think. Really. But in the glass, they looked like bats wheeling round the tower. 
I thought there were nine of them. One began to fly straight towards me, getting bigger and bigger. It had a horrible... No, no, I, I can't say. Um, you know, so he's describing what he's seeing, Gosh. right? Um, and, uh, you know, then you get the questioning, right? So you have so you have come back. Why have you neglected to report so long? Um, I did not answer. He said, who are you? Right? And then he really focuses his gaze on Pippin. Gosh. And he just answers, a hobbit. It's frightening, dude. You know, a hobbit. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because the words that were said by Gollum were Shire Baggins, right? Right? So maybe not as much connection. I don't know. How much does yeah. Sauron know? Or, right. You know, I don't know. Just little connection there. Um, and also, like, just the little parts he put in here, I still not, did not answer, but it hurt me horribly. And he pressed me. Like, how did he press him? Like, that's just his power coming. You know what I mean? It's, it wasn't through words in that moment. You know what I mean? Just like see, his, yeah. his power is working. So it's it's crazy to think of a, like if you have a phone, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the closest thing we have to a Palantir, folks, is FaceTime and a phone. Someone can't impose their will through you or th- impose their will on you through that device. You know what I mean? This is him. I, I, the way I take this is this is him working his power through that connection. Like that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frightening. It's yeah. frightening. No wonder, like, a select few knew about these. A select few were able to use these. And even fewer were able to use them the, the right way and well. Right. Dangerous thing. Yeah. Dangerous thing, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so so just to finish this quick this conversation here a little quicker, I mean, really, what you get out of it is that, uh, you know, Gandalf realizes that Pippin's been honest mm-hmm. and, and the telling of this. And he... He talks about uh, just basically the message was, he says, to tell Saruman um, that this dainty is not for him. Uh, I will send for it at once. Do you understand? Say just that. Then he gloated over me. I felt like I was falling to pieces. No, no, I can't say it anymore. I don't <sighs> remember anything mm-hmm. else. Gandalf assesses that and says, that, yeah, he's a fool, but he is an honest fool. And so, yeah. So he lifts, he lifts Pippin and carries him back to bed. Um, and, uh, you know... Let's see, say, this is this is where you get the itch, right? Um, so, uh, let's see, it says, He lifted Pippin up gently, carried him back to his bed. Mary followed and sat down beside him. Lie there and rest if you can, Pippin said Gandalf. Trust me, if you feel an itch in your palms again, tell me of it. Such things can be cured. And so he's able to kind of um, get a bit of sleep. Well, start to anyways, uh, there. So Gandalf returns back to the others, kind of talks to them. And the next little bit here is, is just Aragorn sort of talking about the Palantir, Right? And its yeah. origin, and and just how it had come from the treasury of Elendil, and how it, um, you know, had had come back to him. It's it's given to Aragorn, put into his hands, you know, and un, 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 under his charge. I'm getting. You gotta help me. I'm getting stuck in all these details, bro. I know, man. I'm trying not to. It's crazy. It's that there's a lot in this in this chapter. Surprisingly. Um, so oh, yeah. God, there's so many things. I know. There's so much, dude. <laughs> We're never gonna get it done, but. Uh, yeah, so it's entrusted to, 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 to Aragorn, right? So, oh goodness. Um, let's move on a bit. One quick, I, I won't, I won't spend real long. Oh, of course not. A cool okay. connection I made, uh, or that, you know, I was reading came to me. He wanted you quickly so that he could deal with you in the dark tower slowly. Don't shudder. If you meddle in the affairs of wizards, you must be prepared to think of such things. And it's interesting because meddle in the affair of wizards, that's Gandalf and Saruman. Yep. They're both wizards. Well, this is, you know, this isn't like 
him just meddling in Gandalf's affairs. This is mm-hmm. Sauron. Saruman's doing as well. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also it's also the idea too that like they've been wanting to meddle in the affairs. They've right. been saying that they're already they already are and they're yeah, getting so more. This is your consequence. So now, well, basically, yeah, you've got to think about yeah. these things now. If we're yeah. really going to play this game, then uh, there's there's a lot of serious stuff to kind of consider and yeah. and uh, outcomes that are not so friendly. Yeah. So. Now, Gandalf just sort of talks more about just like this is we now understand this is the connection between Mordor. Yeah, that was and the Isengard. big mystery, wasn't yeah. it? Right. Mm-hmm. This is how they've been communicating these yep. seeing stones, uh, and and how they've been communicating. So. Um, and also the question now is like how much was communicated? Mm-hmm. You know what all was said? Like what what did did Saruman withhold stuff? What did he withhold? Like it's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, clearly yeah. he hadn't told him about the Hobbit mission. Or any that 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 uh, the hobbits had been lost. Obviously, he's not going to tell them they're lost. Mm-hmm. You know, Saruman was very careful with what he told. Oh yeah, Saruman. he's got Can his you own. Imagine those those interactions. No, I can't. That that would be awesome to have seen. Like how exhausted would I think they did it perfectly in the films because they show Christopher Lee. You know, what is the dark? What is the what is the eye? Or he's like you know talking to Saruman. He mm-hmm. says, "Build me an army worthy of Mordor." Mm-hmm. And then you see him just kind of sitting like hunkered That's what over. I was gonna say. Yeah, exhausted, exhausted, or and maybe conflicted too, contemplating what was going on. Like, ooh, can I can I do this? I mean, withholding uh, information yeah. from the Dark Lord. That's yeah. wow. Even for a wizard, that would be that'd be tough. Mm-hmm. And Gandalf thinks is is thankful that he doesn't have to. You know, yeah. Doesn't have, have to, to pay, have that yeah. challenge himself. He does not want himself to be revealed yet nope. either. So nope. that was the, right. that was a big bit. Um, so anyways, yeah. So we they, they kind of decide um, that uh, there really is not as much time as they thought. Uh, they, they, is this where the shadow shows up? Is this where the Nazgul uh, first up? First Gandalf gives the, to the amazement of everyone, gives the Palantir to Aragorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that already? Yeah, yeah, we did just a little oh, bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so that yeah, so he gives it to Aragorn, and that's where I said Aragorn kind of talks about a little bit of its um, oh history, history yeah. just a little bit, and then uh, yeah, so from there, I mean, it's sort of like um, the, the king is talking about where is the uh, the enemy? It is clear thought that the stone was in Orthanc. Uh, why should he not? And so it's this doubt. That's what it was. It's it's there's this doubt. There's this um, there's a time still to strike. There's there's uncertainty yeah. on both sides, you know. He's um, trying to convince Aragorn that now's not the time to reveal everything. Exactly, not everything, right? right. Because because Mordor is still in sort of the dark. Yeah. Um, and right now they're gonna possibly try. To, they might focus their uh, attention on Isengard. Um, Isengard, mm-hmm. and you know, honestly, Saruman, if he stays there, is is actually gonna be okay. Right. Sitting okay, they can't. He really kind of says like there is no way of penetrating it really, and yeah. and. Uh, so, anyways, um, yeah. The, the, now this is the moment when the the, the shadow fell, right? So you yeah. get the you get the Nazgul yeah. um, that that kind of shows up on uh, this this uh, kind of like a black cloud, right? Shows up. These things fly pretty quickly too. Yeah, they? yeah. I, mean, I guess so, it was probably just on the Anduin kind of waiting. I mean, this scares the crap out of people. Well, this, I mean, Gandalf says, "All right, well, it's it's time to." It's time to This go. is what sets it off. It accelerates yeah. everything. Yep. So we just had this little episode here with the Palantir. Now we've got, um, you know, a, a black rider again mm-hmm. back. The Nazgul are here. And uh, so he, he decides to take Pippin with him and uh, take Shadowfax and, and to ride on. Show you his stride. Yeah. And he tells the others to kind of like, you know, to, to not uh, wait to, you know, to mm-hmm. as soon as you can uh, leave mm-hmm. because the, the Nazgul have, have crossed over. Yeah. So... Which they weren't doing before, remember? I mean, they yeah they, they were, had that, their that boundary set that on. boundary, yeah. and, and now and now they've crossed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and again, maybe kind of accelerating uh, those forces, or, or or you know, 
being an impetus to them until they, you know, before they were actually ready to strike in a way. You know, we talked about that before, how they, you know, like Saruman wasn't totally ready uh, and his hand was kind of forced by Gandalf coming and, mm-hmm. and spurring on Rohan. Yeah. You know, uh, again, misinformation is is pushing Sauron to attack sooner than maybe he should have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of interesting. Right. Yeah, that sure. Haste, so hastiness for them is not going to work out in the long run. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Right. Uh, I thought this was kind of funny, you know, Mary uh, being, you know, he was really trying to get his sleep and he, he fell asleep pretty quick, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, things aren't, he's not getting that beautiful rest uh, that, that, that that he wanted. So you can ask words with Aragorn about that. Yeah. And, uh, but so he's riding with Aragorn and Pippin is with uh, Gandalf on Shadowfax. Yeah. So, and there's a, there's a cool little bit here. They talk about um, just the fords of Eisen. Just so they're, 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 t- they're, they're heading there in less than an hour. Um, and they're on Shadowfax, and I thought there was a bit too where they talked about how fast he was going. You know, um, there is P- Pippin kind of talks about wanting to know almost how fast he's going, and and really he's he's running now as fast as the swiftest horse could gallop, but he is not. You know, it's not fast even for him. Right. Yeah. So how much faster is he? You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like we're going really fast, but right. yet this is nothing for. What I we think would. at the very end, there's there's a really cool yeah, description there, of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So. Uh, Pippin was silent for a while. He heard Gandalf singing. So they're on the back of, uh, you know, uh, Shadowfax together, and Gandalf is co- sort of talking to him about the seriousness of this and, and why they need to, you know, press on, how long it's going to be. Um, and he see- he hears Gandalf singing softly to himself, murmuring brief snatches of a rhyme in many tongues. And as they... Uh, it's actually about the Palantir, isn't it? Correct? Yeah. So it's, a, it's, yeah. it's tall ships and tall kings, three times three, what brought from... Uh, what brought they from the foundered land uh, over the following sea, over the flowing sea, excuse me, uh, seven stars and seven stones and one white tree. Yep. Um, so we'll talk about the history here at the at the end, but um, he kind of talks about what and the, he does. You know, yeah, he goes into it a little bit here himself. Yeah. 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 What does he yeah. say about the about that here? Is there anything we should pull out right now? Uh yeah, I mean, he just talks about, you know, the name of the Palantir. It means that which looks far away. He says, you know, the Orthanc stone, the one that we had was one of these. Um, you know, Pippin asks about how they were made. Were they made by the enemy? Gandalf says, no, nor by Saruman. It is beyond his art and beyond Sauron's too. The Palantir came from beyond Westerness, from Eldamar. The Noldor made them, Fionor himself maybe, uh, wrought them in days so long ago that time cannot be measured in years. But there is nothing that Sauron cannot turn to evil uses. Alas, for Saruman, it was his downfall, as I now perceive. Perilous to us all, all are the devices of an art deeper than we possess ourselves. Yeah, interesting, man. His mm-hmm. quotes. Um, yeah, so wow. he didn't. He didn't. You know, he had this palantir, but he never even let the White Council know. He keep it. He kept it a secret, and it was a secret known to only a few. Um, even in Gondor, they were, uh, you know, kept under wraps, uh, almost forgotten by men that they even existed. In uh, Arnor, they were remembered only in a rhyme of lore among the Dúnedain. Uh, so, you know, Pippin asked, what do they use them for? He's delighted and astonished to get such answers out of Gandalf, right? Now he's getting all this information to see far off and to converse and thought with one another. It's so interesting. I was reading about these and like even the orientation of the stone was important. Mm-hmm. Like you could have it upside down. And be looking through, and it would look wrong. Oh wow! You know the when you had it, and that's a lot of times why they were set like on a 
um, a static position, mm -hmm. like on a on a table or on, in a bowl or something, and and like depending on which way you faced, that's the way you would look. Gotcha. And to communicate with someone, you know, in the east. Oh wow, I see. Yeah, you, you faced. You were on the west and looked east. It was just they're they're really interesting when you look into them. Uh, we probably don't have time to go into all of it, but it's they're they're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes into you know where they all were, um, you know, uh, set up stones of Minas Anor and Minas Ethel and at Orthanc in the Ring of Isengard. Chief and master of these was under the dome of the stars of Osgiliath before its ruin, and that one was so big, like one man on his own couldn't carry it. So they yeah. even came in different sizes gotcha. too, yep. which is really interesting. Um. Yeah. At uh, um, Anuminas. Uh, Amansul and uh, Alendil stone was on the tower hills that look towards Mithlond in the Gulf of Loon where the ships, gray ships lie. Each palantir applied to each, but all those in Gondar were ever open to the view of Osgiliath. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. great details yeah. here. It, it, yeah, and I'm just looking up on, on Tolkien Gateway, just just some of the, the bits here about, um, uh, as, as we mentioned, um, th they're, they're making... Uh, Feanor kind of, you know, like like making them, and that, then uh, Alindel, um You were talking about about Numenor and and how Alindel mm -hmm. took seven of them with mm -hmm. with him in his flight to Middle Earth. Yeah, so that's pretty neat. And then there were three kept up in Arnor, and then four mm -hmm. in Gondor. They were a way for them to communicate, essentially. Right? That's awesome. It was the way yeah. they kind of could could rule a vast area, the north and the south, and be able to communicate with each other and. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So, really, what I'm, you know, the way these the Palantir are, it's like it's all in your, it's all in your usage of them. Mm -hmm. If you use them for good, you can use them for good. Yeah. Uh, if your intent is evil, then you can do some crazy things with them. Well, and I, I wonder if you know, like Sauron, because of his, or like maybe even wizards, you know, like if they're able to influence people, if that seeing stone allows access to that person mm -hmm. can they influence them across that great distance yeah, just because sure. they have the stone so that's sure. where i was kind of wondering like what yeah. was holding pippin uh yeah it's got to be his power there. well and they talk about the the power you have to have to wield this to see and then to what level you can communicate it's crazy guys there's i mean there's all kinds of information and, and we learned that you know the one that sauron has gandalf guesses was the ethel stone which he took from minas ethel which is now minas morgul mm -hmm. yeah so he he stole that one uh, and that's how he has access to one. Um, and just talking about how, you know, from Baradur he was able to connect with with the Orthanc stone, and how kind of how it was, uh, you know, Saruman was drawn to Orthanc in the first place because he heard that the Palantir was still there. Yeah. Um, and you know, he looked to the east, and he looked too far, and he kind of was ensnared, um, ensnared by uh, by Saruman. Really. Yeah. I, I'm sure we could talk to Phil and some other folks who who know just a, a tidbit more about this than than maybe I do. Um, but it seems like just from my reading here that like there's the, the idea of a master stone. Then there was one over in yeah. Amun and one in Middle Earth. Yes, like the lesser of the master stones. It seems like that's what Sauron got from Osgiliath. Maybe. maybe. Did you read the bit that the one in Amun though has no? There was no connection. Like they couldn't see what was going on in Middle Earth. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? I yeah. think I read that. Okay. I could be wrong. Well, and, and this is, so what I'm reading here too is also like the idea that, um, oh, let's see, there was a Gosh, master stone. So, go look this up though, guys. It, it's actually so really cool interesting. stuff. Uh, there was a master stone of Middle Earth, um, yeah. the Palantir of Osgiliath, uh, but this was a lesser stone than that of the master stone 
um, over in the far west. Okay. Right. Um, having power only over the other Palantiri in Middle Earth. So I think that is the idea is that that's the one that being close there to Mordor that uh, Sauron actually gets and gets access to. The one on Osgiliath? Is that wrong? That one falls in. I think that falls into the end when, oh, that does? Okay. when it's taken. Yeah. He got the one from Minas Ethel. He is did. what Gandalf is supposing. So 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 then it wouldn't really Hmm. Okay, so he, so he's just using his own I guess it's just his so, power. So, yeah, sorcery his own to kind of Oh wow. Interesting. And what does it mean though to have you know um, Dude, isn't this awesome? Ha- these yeah. are awesome. They're, 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 it's great. <laughs> Having power over the other Palantiri. What does I that mean? I don't know, dude. To have power. So we got to go look I don't all that know. up. I think that's that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So it's a cool mystery. And also, it's kind of cool that um, it's unknown how many were, were you know, we know the, the ones that came to Middle Earth, I guess, but it's unknown how many there were that yeah. Feanor created. Total. Yeah, total. There's, yeah, yep. yeah. And how most of them had been lost. That was another concept. I'm sure we mentioned because we've been mm-hmm. talking a lot about it, but most of them, it's, they're on, and, and, to the general knowledge of a lot of people, they don't even know they exist. They don't yep. even know they exist, man. Like yeah, I said, right. it, it's like if Verizon was the only cell phone company and there were like five of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness, 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 goodness. Well, let's, let's move yeah. on. Cause I think that kind of covers most of the history we, we have mm-hmm. time for. We can maybe get yeah. uh, um, a bit more as we reflect or just yeah, as post stuff up in the group too. post stuff that, uh, that, that, you go research or you know already. And the cool connections are what I like. You know, the interesting sort of connections yeah. about the various stones. Yeah. So at least, the you know, and, and, and the distinction between the ones that are in Middle Earth. You know, yeah. Um, specifically yeah. the seven. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So let's move on to where, where Pippin kind of says, you know, if I would have known all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I would have had no notion of what I was. Um, I had no notion of what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and he says, oh, yes, you had. Yeah, you did. Gandalf says, yes, you did. Uh, you knew you were behaving wrongly and foolishly. And you told yourself so, though you did not listen. I did not tell you um, all this before because it only uh, because it is only amusing on all that has happened that I have at last understood, even as we ride together. So he's learning, you know, he's, yeah. he's unraveling this mystery, sure. you know, uh, as we go here. And so, you know, Pippin finally says um, that, uh, as you said before, if the seven stones were laid out before him, you know, he and he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't look at him, nor would he touch him. Right, right, right. So, and uh, Gandalf also says, if you know, if I would have told you, you still would have done it, and that the burned hand teaches best. That's right. So yeah. again, like his his you know his knowledge that you know maybe Pippin is going to do this. I'll let him do it anyway, and he'll learn for himself. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So now this is where you get into the badgering of Gandalf, right? So there's <laughs> there's all this uh, you know questioning, right? So so we ask Gandalf yeah. a thousand questions. Uh, it's, it's not 20 questions with Pippin. It's, right. it's a thousand, right? right. And uh, so, and Gandalf is kind of like, you know, what else do you want to know? I mean, right. like, you mercy. know, like, mercy, good grief, says. you know? Yeah, yeah. So they go on a bunch about a, the messengers of Mordor. They yep. want to know more about those. The Nazgul, the, yeah, are yeah. back. They, they, yeah. they talk about the Nazgul a bit. So um, we can kind of move through, through some of that. Uh, I like the bit here. Sauron will only believe that he is withholding the captive and refusing to use the stone. So talking back about what Saruman mm-hmm. uh, is doing or, or what, what he believes. So basically how inadvertently this has helped them in a way, right? Mm-hmm. That Sauron will believe uh, that Saruman is withholding the stone, um, you know, re- refusing to use the stone and withholding the captive that he, right. that he has. Right. And, so, Sa- and Sauron assuming that maybe that, you know, that's him trying to keep the ring. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. So, so he'll send his forces against him if he has to, and that yep. could actually 
buy them some time to, to yeah, fight against each other. Well, yeah, and actually, I mean, in the <laughs> end, really, send those forces out so Frodo can do what he has to do. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, all right. Um, yeah, and they were also hoping, this is uh, the next couple of paragraphs as well, talk about Gandalf not wanting to be revealed, Aragorn not wanting to be revealed, um, the fact that they don't have that Palantir, Wormtongue can't convey, you know, what he knows mm-hmm. about Aragorn and who who's in Gandalf's company. Or um, that Rohan is back as a force again, as strong again. Yes, yeah. yes. All yeah. of those things are, are kept in the dark from Sauron, which is, which is when I say air quote, dark. Um so yeah, that's that's all that's all good stuff, right? Yeah, I think that kind of gets us there to almost the end. Um, yeah, we're we're right there. Now it's yeah. more about where they're going. Just yeah, where where they're headed because it, we get a little surprise here that they're actually not stopping at Edoras. They're actually going straight on to Minas Tirith. That's right. And uh, so I think that's a bit of a bit of a shock. I mean, they talk about the glittering caves there for a bit mm-hmm. and and how Gimli would love to to show them around there for a while in the mm-hmm. deepening coom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right, the coom. <laughs> So, but yeah, sh- uh, and actually, sh- Shadow Fax is able to pick up speed. Um, they, they get to a point where he, even he's going to have to rest a little bit, though. Um, you know, well, once once they get to that point, then they'll they'll rest and they'll just kind of keep moving on. They have many many leagues ahead. So. I love it too. Um, is it here where, or was it earlier? Like, Shadow Fax gains speed because he's running through the land where he was foaled. Yes. And every mm-hmm. stone he knows. Run now. Hope is in our speed. That's right. And I love this little bit. Shadowfax tossed his head and cried aloud as if a trumpet had summoned him to battle. Then he sprang forward. Fire flew from his feet. Night rushed over him. Yeah. Yeah. And this is that description. This is the very end. This so Pippin. I don't know if we're, if we're ready for this, but you know, as he f- fell slowly into sleep, Pippin had a strange feeling. He and Gandalf were still a stone, seated upon the statue of a running horse, while the world rolled away beneath his feet with a great noise of wind. Yeah. So powerful, man. Like you, you think about that's, that is quite a way to leave us with that group before we eventually pick back up and return to the King. We yeah. won't see them again until, you know, uh, book five. Mm-hmm. And, but we know where they're going. We know kind of where, what we're up against sort of. And, uh, the pieces are moving, right? Mm-hmm. And another interesting thing about, thing about the Palantir as well, or the Palantir, I guess, is that it's just another way that uh, Sauron has taken uh, something that was crafted, um, mm-hmm. you know, in Valinor, crafted f- to, to be made uh, um, as a beautiful form of communication and, and unity and unison, and how he's taken it and corrupted it and brought discord. Yeah, right, absolutely. and division, and perverted it, and yeah, destroyed something that was beautiful. Right, 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 right. Yeah, man, I'm just looking up the the um, the actual description here of some of these stones. It's crazy, you know? isn't it? Yeah, and so when I mentioned the master stone earlier, the the way at least on on Tolkien Gateway it describes there being one in both lands, Amon and and uh, in Middle Earth. Yeah, in that. Uh, that the largest, that large um, Osgiliath stone is sort of that, you know, chief among the other stones. Yeah. And you're right. Um, the Ithil stone is the one that was um, captured Taken by the, by Sauron. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. by the Nazgul and, they, and, and, and Sauron uses it, it. So, and it goes into, it goes into, um, oh gosh, sorry. Yeah. Down below, right. Where it has the stones sort of mm-hmm. um, uh, named and then kind of what happened to them. Like it tells even where they're supposed to have, disappeared like either in the Anduin or in the sea and frozen over and mm-hmm. it's just it's awesome 
it's awesome to go back and read that history. Yeah. I, I love to even on, on gateway. It even has like the etymology, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like uh, farseer, yeah. you know, uh, it's just cool stuff. Really, really neat stuff. So yes, did you have any other cool connections um, besides just these? Nah, that's about it, man. Uh, okay. I, I, man, we, I wish that was like, we could read more to you guys <sighs> about this. I mean, I think it's, it's something, um, it's, it's going to take a little bit was, of, there's a cool timeline and everything, you know, as to, as to when these things were used and, yeah. uh, the, the, there's a lot of cool stuff just back in the Silmarillion. Um, you know, all the, all the references are here for, this is one of those frustrating chapters because it's short, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's like one of our shorter chapters that we've had recently, but there's so much in it. I mm-hmm. feel like we just kind of scratched the surface. Uh, yeah, Man. I know. I know. And, and I, I wish we could have done a little bit more and, and, and dug a little deeper. But but that's, you know, this is our, that's our part of the conversation and everyone else can fill in the gaps. Absolutely. You know, and continue that conversation. And 100%. It wouldn't Man, be a club is, if we didn't have that. That's, that's right. Sure. That's right. So. Wow. Well, oh. I think we're both starting to lose our voices. Getting a little ragged. I, I don't know. I mean, get the. Get off the gray in our throat. You know what I mean? Grief? Jeez, boy. Man. Told you I needed more coffee. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Uh, all right, friends. So here, awesome. here we go. Time for Bywater Post, right? Yeah. Are you ready for this? I think so. I think I'm ready too. You going to read this one? Uh, yes. Yeah, so this is from. Uh, oh, this is Joey. Yeah, jo- jo- Joey Stottleman. Um, wow. And so we know his uh, his younger sister, Bev, uh, pretty well. So he says, uh, hey, guys, I love the podcast ever since my younger sister introduced me to it. And I wanted to share my Tolkien story with you. Uh, I heard Bev's Tolkien story in one of your first episodes uh, where she talked about her first, uh, how she first heard her older brother read it uh, to mom when she was supposed to be asleep in her room upstairs. I was excited uh, and then heartbroke um, when I did the math. <laughs> I read The Hobbit uh, to mom for the first time um, when she was pregnant with Bev. Wow. If my sister heard it, she certainly wouldn't remember it. Um, I had to have been... Uh, it had to have been uh, one of my other brothers in the story. So, uh, well, you know, Joey, I don't know. Maybe maybe she, you know, I don't know. In the womb, things can, you know, I don't know. It all runs together. Yeah, man. Uh, but, <laughs> but at eight years old, my mom uh, read The Hobbit to me. And then at nine, I read it to her. Uh, when I hit junior high school, I tackled The Lord of the Rings for the first time at 12 years old. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. That summer, when I went to visit my dad's family in Switzerland, I took the books with me. Um, he's from a part of Switzerland that used to be called um, the Staddle, wow. which in English uh, would spell S T A D D L E, like the village in Breland. Wow! Oh, that's cool. That's pretty neat. Um, I <laughs> I took my copies of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit with me to Switzerland, and uh, they were one of the few sets of books I brought along with me when I went to teach English in Japan Jeez. years later. Wow. That's so cool. Um, I was in a very small village up in the mountains, and sometimes the isolation and the homesickness would really get to me. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. that. Um, I had the first, um, I had the first hero I had ever related to, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> wow, that's Bilbo awesome. Baggins. I love hearing that name right now. Uh, to uh, to help me through the worst days, uh, whenever my adventure got hard and exhausting, I would dive back into those books, uh, The Hobbit that Bilbo. Um, became was worth every hardship he faced on his adventure and it made me continue with mine Tolkien taught me early on that going through things uh, that are lonely and tough make you into the best version of yourself and you see that throughout these books I hadn't read my copies in 10 years since I got back and then Bev told me about your podcast I dug up my old worn copies <laughs> dust them off uh, boy yeah 
now held together with uh, generous application of masking tape. Uh, and it's hard to read them along with you guys. Or it's great to read them along with you guys and with my little sister. So thanks for everything That's you're doing. so cool. Uh, looking forward to the days where we cycle around uh, to the very best Tolkien book there and back again. Woo! Yeah. Thanks, Joey Stoneman. Joey, that's awesome, man. We, we got to meet Joey now. We do. We've we met we, Bev. We've met Bev. And, and, uh, She's amazing. She talked about you, Joey. Actually, we were yes, talking. Uh, I think we, we did just a little bit of a, a chit-chat with her. And, and I was blown uh, away by Bev. Wonderful human being. She's an amazing human. Wonderful human being. And, and uh, we, we were there. It was at uh, Potter, yeah, Potter, Potter Fest. Fest. No, Wizardly World of Canada. Wizardly World, yeah. You can't say that. You get charged every time. Okay, sorry. And, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're there to, you know, Tell spread the good good world of wow I can't talk no, good, good word uh-huh. of swish and flick sure and that's what we're doing yeah and and every chance she could she said these guys also yeah you know she was great <laughs> are in a book club yeah called an unexpected podcast if you like Lord of the Rings you should check it out I was like man because I, I get uncomfortable doing that kind of stuff I, we were there to help them but she she was pushing our she beautiful was book club absolutely fantastic and, as uh, I said wonderful person yeah. and Joey. You know, uh, she talked a lot about you, so yeah. it was really kind of kind of cool to uh, to hear about you and to hear that you were in our in our book club. Yeah, you know, kind of kind of moving along with this, and I, I'm glad the books are back out uh, with the masking tape. You know, so. I want to hear more about uh, the Staddle. Yeah, really, and that's uh, cool. That's really cool. I'm envisioning that uh, isolated Japanese village on a mountaintop, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, made me think of uh, what's what's the movie, um, The Last Samurai. Oh, there you go. I yeah. love that movie. So <laughs> I should think of like uh, the beacons. Was there a beacon up there that oh, you had to man. light, man? You had to guard? That'd be cool, too. Yeah. For the Minas Tirith, the beacons to be lit? I don't know. That's crazy. We need them to be lit soon. Yeah. My friends. Let's get it out. So uh, Let's do some strawberries with cream. You know, I, I think we should do it. Yeah. I think we should. <laughs> if given the chance to peer in one of the Palantiri, would you? Which Ooh. direction would you look? And with whom would you try to communicate? Oh, boy. I don't even know. So okay. Did you read your response? I'd be Oh my gosh. Snapchat with Galadriel. I mean yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I don't know. I don't know if I got a thing I don't know, Galadriel, I don't know. Okay, Gimli. No, I'm just saying I, I anyways, I don't know. So it now, was, is a this, jo- is, was just a joke. Oh, it's just a joke, okay. Well, what what so is this in the world of of Middle Earth or is this like anywhere modern day right now? I don't know. I say modern day. I say well, why like, would we need Palantir? We have cell phones. Dude, you can do far more with this. Can you? With the Palantir? Depends on your power. You can see wherever you want. You know where I would want to see? Where? You know, there's stuff going on down there in in, in Antarctica. <laughs> all right. Oh my God, dude. There's something going on down there. More landmass down there than anywhere else. All right, so I don't even think it's frozen. What's going on down there? I think it's all just true. It's a hoax. Hoax. Absolute hoax. There's a Nazi base there. I hope aliens. Not. There's aliens. Aliens is what. Those I was are all thinking. the conspiracy theories. Yeah, they might. Yeah, sure. So I mean, I would look. I would look far uh, there and and communicate. Can, who would I communicate with? That's why I, I asked you. I, I don't know. I um, like anybody. I mean. Yeah, strawberries with cream is hypothetical. You can no, it's I take it serious. I take it serious. Um, Are we talking? Can I do two, like Middle Earth, and then just like you know, sure, across the world, around the world? I would probably just try to settle in on. I wonder if you could use the Palantir like sort of like a mirror, mirror on the wall type of thing. Show me, you know, dude. Someone someone posted a theory on our Facebook 
that is one of the Palantir lost, quote unquote, in the mirror of Galadriel? Is that bowl deep enough that there's a Palantir down there? Wow. Wow. And that's why you can see stuff. What? <laughs> that's kind that's of wild, cool. isn't it? That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It's cool to think about. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, did I answer the question? No. No, I was saying if it's like a mirror on the on 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 the wall, like yeah. I could going to talk to. Oh, I'm saying it could be someone Yourself. random. No, I could ask it, like you know, show me. Oh yeah. You know, the most powerful person in the world, or like, the most like humble the person in the world, or the most and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. you know, show me my father. <laughs> yeah, something you know, yeah. something like that. I I I think if I'm out on the show me Mrs. Kirk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Where is she? Get me there. That's what I'm saying. I think that's that's pretty cool. That'd be kind of crazy, right? I think I probably look back at the Shire, you know. Wow. If I'm out on an adventure like this, and I'm like, man, I could just look. I want to. What's going on there? Mm-hmm. Are yeah. the trees still up? Have they been cut down? Right. Are my friends enslaved? Is the Shire safe? That's a good one. Yeah. It's better than mine. I good liked job. yours. I liked yours. No, nah, it's cool. Mrs. Kirk. Yeah. Well, yeah. The future okay. Mrs. Kirk finally got there. So. The. Uh, cool. The river daughter. Yeah. What about it? No, we're good. What did you say? Nothing. I didn't say anything. Um, time is it what, 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 time for share the load or what? Yeah, I got an, I got an idea for that. Okay, good. Time to share the load. That's what I'm talking about. Why don't you share it with me? My head's itchy. Share the load. We could have gone another half an hour. We could have gone another half hour. Why did you try to speed me through this through, through the chapter? I was stuck in those details, baby. dude. I wanted to stay there for a lot longer. Just nestled but, in. You know, I looked up Get and I saw in you. Palantiri. Yeah, something kind of, you know. No, my friends, uh, we have, so we had a great, actually, Discord discussion uh, right beforehand. With, we uh, did. Yeah, we're spilling some tea. And uh, the next couple of weeks here, as we get into the new year as, as well, we're going to have some uh, uh, some of those friends on our appendices with us yeah. and sort of our pre-show uh, stuff there. So just head on over to uh, patreon.com forward slash Tolkien. Even if you hop in the, um, I think the lowest one to get into the Discord chat is just $5. Um, so there's a lot of rewards in the five dollar tier. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's just you know, and if you just want to support to support, that'd be great too. We've got yeah. plans coming up to kind of travel and to do some meetups and uh, get that uh, studio get the going. studio going. Yeah, yeah so man. so we would really uh, any help you guys can can give us there would be greatly appreciated. And I also want to make yes. one quick mention. You know, we have such good um, everyone in the book club is just fantastic man we have literally yeah. had like next to no problems at all with just everyone's just great oh, yeah. sharing yeah, good information yeah. uplifting each other and everything and so when you guys do go support us on on patreon and you're like you know what hey i've supported for a couple months this is cool i'm like i gotta move on or i can't yeah, or I got bills some pay. people don't even want the rewards they just want to support us and that's yeah. cool too i i love that we've i think uh uh, Mr. Wolf has, has been one of our first patrons and has just been doing that from the get-go. Amazing, yeah. amazing guy. And uh, But anyways, w- whenever you have to leave, literally, Lane and I, I mean, we've got some great messages just like, hey, guys, still want to interact with you guys, but, oh, yeah. but you know, I have to jump off of page. We are completely... We understand. Y- please don't ever think that you have to hop on there and stay or we're no. going to think, think when we're, you know. I think we talked about it around Thanksgiving time that we don't expect any of that stuff. That stuff has all been the the Patreon stuff has mostly it started as a way for us to say, "Hey, we have extra content that we want to create." Yeah, we were making a lot of different stuff. Wild and crazy and goofy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we like just talking to each other and and uh coming up with crazy stuff and wanted a place to put that and um yeah, your support is never expected. 
we're we're incredibly thankful for uh, for it because it does allow us to do some cool things, um, and and to to pay it back to you as well. Yeah. Um, to get you some cool stuff. Um, so seriously, thank you so much. Uh, we do not take it for granted. We we appreciate it so much, and, yeah. and we love you guys. I mean, we really do. Uh, this is quite a family we're building uh this book club is kind of turning into a family yeah uh, it's dangerous man it's in dangerous a, in a good man. way I, lo- baby. I love it i love baker it. mayfield we, dangerous we, we were actually talking and I, i'm just gonna share this with you guys because we're coming to the end of the, like sort of the halfway point i guess for um is it we're done we're, we're no we're done. i mean i mean just like so in, the, in, the, in like the series of the lord of the Rings series uh we have many more years to go years uh to go but uh, it's sort of like it's kind of a dual anniversary. Like we we have this yeah. this episode ending. We're gearing up for a special episode uh, that we're going to be recording here very soon. And uh, I was talking to Lane, and it was sort of just like we got the, the, we have a really. I I just want to remind everyone that this is not this literally has nothing to do with Lane and I. Mm. It you guys, every single person who listens and who hops in the Facebook group and builds that page, builds that community mm. when the show comes out or, or more things happen. We are a more attractive community for those people. Just so you know. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm proud of that and I want you guys to be proud of that too. So that's something that like, and again, that is not a Lane and S thing. I mean, we literally just, you know, I mean, I, I don't even know, like, like, there's the idea you guys said, okay, here's the wood, here's how you frame it, here's how you build it. And then we've, we, we just continue working on the building. Yeah. And so it's been fantastic and something we love and uh, we're, we're blown away by, but just, so be proud of that. You know, I, yeah. I, I hope that you guys are. And um, again, in any, if you guys ever have something that you want to talk to us about, you know, that we, we can improve or make things better. We're always willing to, yeah. to hear those things, you know, because um, we just love this. We, we love yeah. this uh, series. We, we love this author and this world. Yeah, you know, and and man, I, I I also just love the you know the sharing of information and and uh, you know how each of us have our own little area of expertise and speciality and how we can. I just I like I think about I have never learned so much about Middle Earth. Yeah, and that is that is the coolest thing the fact that we're doing it side by side, you know that we're doing it with all of you and that you are you're teaching us. Educating way each more other. than we could ever yeah. teach you. Yeah, I mean, it's like it is mind blowing. And then just even your own perspectives on the stories, you know. And then I, I say again, our favorite part of every episode when we when we read uh, someone's Tolkien story and find about found I found wow find out how um, this story has impacted your life and how yeah the, the connections to your own adventure, your own journey. It's just. That is the ultimate man. Yeah, that is, is. That's something you can't plan for. That's something you can't will into being. It's just we're all in this adventure together, and it's it's. I don't know. It's, it's like what we're talking about in this chapter. You know, when when uh, Gandalf says, "Was he?" I think he says, "Good fortune." Some call it. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this right. is good fortune. This yeah. this journey with you guys is good fortune. It has nothing to do with us. It's something bigger going on. Yeah. And You're- so I'm honored to be a part of it with you guys. That's all. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, it, it, it's it's. Um, I was thinking. I think I said this last week or whatever. And I'm gonna. I can't even quote uh, Master Master Ugwe, uh from Kung Fu Panda here, but talks about like uh, the present being a gift, you know, and the idea that we have each other. Yeah. Like it's it's so. I I, I it was either last week or the, or the week before, right? I was I was kind of talking about the idea that like, how amazing is it that we exist with each other right now together. In this world, wild, 
wild wild and we get to share these experiences and go we have the potential to go interact with each other yeah and uh i don't know it's fantastic nothing something to, to think about nothing to uh yeah take for granted man absolutely it's wild so all right friends yeah. there we go so um i think we're on to weekly well wishes weekly well wishes formerly Fortnite farewells we want to thank you for geez uh you know just um kind of getting lost yeah with us getting the mitchy fingers oh <laughs> Watch out for the rashes. Our next episode uh, will be, wow, jumping back in time and taming Smeagol in chapter one of book four. About time. It's going to be wild, guys. Yeah. Halfway through. Yeah, right. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a shadow facts. We'll see you in a real fortnight this time. And remember, Frodo lives. As we, uh, you know, we couldn't get through an episode without it happening. I probably, you know, people probably thought that we were oh. done, done daydreaming. Did they? Did they about think having we, a podcast? Yeah, they thought we were done. You know what? Someday, man. Someday, we're gonna start one. Yeah, we are. But we gotta get the name just right. That's right, we do. Got any ideas? Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, nothing or double helping podcast. Ooh, I like it. I like that one. It's very Gandalfy. Yeah. Tackle Strider podcast. Tackle Strider. <laughs> uh, it could um, be just on Aragorn. Yeah, it, yeah, it could tackle. be. It actually, could, it, it, it actually may end up being Maybe that. a show. Yeah, it may. So, uh, The Less Testy Podcast. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but mm-hmm. I, uh, how is Testy supposed <laughs> The Rhymes of Lore Podcast. Yeah. That's actually not that bad. You want to change the name? I, I We could. I mean, we'll get... I mean, it's up to you. Okay. We can't start we'll, we'll, unless we have a name. So. We'll keep dreaming. Yeah. And we'll get there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Frodo Lives. That's a good one. Frodo Lives. Podcast. Yeah. We're still working Let's on keep it. keep trying. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in the Shire. Oh, I am so tired from working in the fields. I'm sleepy too. <laughs> you sound like one of my second cousins, twice removed on his mother's side, third cousin, once removed on my father's side. Uh, whereabouts do you live? Well, I uh, see, friend, I'm actually from Bree. You're joking. I'm from Bree. That is a queer place I've heard. Well, pretty queer. I heard about these uh, hobbits over here from some friends of mine, and I've been in this this here uh, green dragon for a while, meeting new friends. That's fascinating. What sort of tales have you heard? Well, here in the dragon, I hear all sorts of things. I'm game for a tale. I can't really provide any, but if you can tell me one, I'd be most entertained. Well... We heard a tale the other day that there was... Thank you, Rosie. Oh, that smells delicious. Not often you could smell a beer, but man, that is fantastic. Rosie knows what she's doing. That's a loaded statement. So on with these tales then, friend. What is your name? My name's Bob. Bob from Bree. Bob from oh, it's an alliteration. Bree. That's beautiful. Yeah. 
Well, so I, tales. I, I strange came, hobbits. I came here with my friend Nob. Nob uh, and Bob. No, he's my he's my yes. Yeah, Are you brothers? Twins? We're not really related, actually. No. You're joking me. We're kind of related, but we're really not. Now you say you're from Bree, but you look an awful lot like a hobbit. Well, I am a hobbit. I didn't know there were hobbits. There's in hobbits over there in Bree, along with big folks. It's the strangest thing I've heard since Buckland. It's pretty strange. And speaking of Buckland, we heard there's trees that move over there. Now that is unbelievable to me. Yes, sir. Trees that move? You should ask Nob about it. He was coming through, and he crossed the ferry with me, and he swore he saw one up on the bank. Where is this Nob? Where well, is your Nob? My friend Nob is right over there. At oh, the of bar. course, that's what I meant. Where? He's right over there talking to that girl Rosie. I better not interrupt that. Although he should know that I think if I'm up on my dragon news and, well, quite frankly, hobbiton news, Rosie's spoken for. Yeah, we tried to tell him that, but he just, he don't really seem to care. Sounds like that's a man who truly thinks with his, his knob. His knob, friend. He just does. Well, he's aptly named. Bob, I want to hear more about these walking trees. Well, we saw one over... Uh, on the bank of the, uh, uh, what's the river over there? The Buckland River? I don't venture near water. I won't well, even go by the little We don't thing, neither yeah. much, but Nob was insistent that we cross the Thank bank. Thank you, Rosie. Rosie. First, wow, we drinking fast. We sure are. <laughs> <laughs> so, walking trees, please, you know, as they say, well, get to it. And that's the thing. They they moved either so fast or so slow that Nob nor I could determine whether they actually had moved. But it appeared as if they had moved. And you had what to drink prior to this? Experience? We hadn't drank anything. I, I didn't want to be... sound right to me. We needed all of our senses as we crossed the ferry. Uh, yes. Well, no, not really. I've never been on that. Now, ferry. hold on, friend. That's yeah. me. That's me. Turn to time to ask me you some questions. Ask away, friend. Where did you say you were from again? Top of the hill. That's right. Um, a Baggins, you said. I am actually a distant relation of the Baggins, not direct, uh, but it's uh, you know as they what say. What do you know about these disappearances? Well, I'm very concerned. I've actually come to Hobbiton to try and do my own investigations. Uh, Frodo is one of my distant uncles, I believe, which makes Bilbo one of my distant second cousins thrice removed. Wow. All I know is that my family disappearing is not a good thing. And I'm no. not in approval of Lobelia and Lotho waltzing into Baggin. I think it belongs to me. It sure doesn't belong to the Sackvilles. That's what we believe. Well, it it does now. Tell that to them. They are up there, living there, There's drinking all the wine with all the jewels. Listen, that do not think that they should be up there like they are. And I'm glad you're here. Bob, you sound like you're a man of the people. I've just been listening to what everybody's been saying in here. You seem well loved. Well, I do. Drink is aptly, amply, rather, given I, to you. I do tip my barkeep real well. You know? I'm sure Nob does as well. 
He does weave and give a little bit to the dog. Is that all you wanted to know of me? I did want to know where you was from, and I wondered what you was doing here, but I thought you were going to say something about the disappearances. I didn't want well, I to... I had nothing to do with it, if that's what you're implying. No, we wouldn't think that evil of you. Sounds like that's where you were going with that. No, we just, you know, it's... I'm a stranger from out of town, and my family has disappeared. I know that we are no stranger to that sort of... Conspiracy? Are you from North Farthing or West? Where are you from? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.